Brazilia is my world. Everything that I do, I do it with Azalea at the forefront of my mind. Azalea just, <laughs> Azalea is my heart. We were just a typical family going along in Jamaica and our lives just changed instantly, just like that. Azalea is just the perfect, happy, go-lucky two-year-old. Nothing keeps her down ever, but we saw an unusual growth growing from Azalea's body. We took her to the doctors and she was formally diagnosed with cancer. I sat there speechless for 10 minutes. Everything just became dark. It's the worst thing you could possibly hear. They were trying to tell us what her treatment would be like there in Jamaica and what the process would be like. Everything in Jamaica is expensive, especially medical care. They were telling us you would have to go and buy the chemotherapy yourself. It's something you'd have to buy up front. So mentally and financially, it was a strain. Not all chemotherapy drugs are available through insurance. It was going to be hectic on top of hoping that it's available and hoping that you can pay for it and, and knowing that she has to be in the hospital, it was just a really scary experience. One of the first things we said to our doctors when we got composed, we said, how do we get her to St. Jude? such a scary eight hours of traveling but we knew we were at the right place. I do remember the day that I first met Azalea and her family. They were obviously devastated because of the research, because of really the resources we had here at St. Jude. I was able to look at this family at their utmost time of grief and say we can fix this. Those were her exact words. We just knew that when she said that, it was true. That alone makes my heart smile. It really does make my heart smile to know that she's gonna get through this. <laughs> Azalea has a tumor called sarcoma. Her case is quite unique because of the location of her tumor. We were very fortunate that Azalea was able to come here to St. Jude because we were able to provide a very specialized surgery for her. In fact, the first surgery that was ever done here uh, of this type at St. Jude. After 16 weeks of chemotherapy, she was totally cancer-free and it was the best news we could have ever heard. Azalea is one of those cases where we were able to provide very specialized care here at St. Jude. This is going to allow her to grow up, be a normal child. We're incredibly thankful for that. When I heard that she had a tumor, I thought I had lost it. All I was seeing was darkness. When I came to St. Jude, that's when I started to get back some light in my life. Azalea, for me, she's a special place in my heart. I see this really excited three-year-old. I see the future. 
and I see a girl who is determined, incredibly intelligent, and I'm just really thankful that I got to be a really small piece of where she's gonna be in life. On top of having the first class best care, all of your needs are taken care of so that you can zoom in and just focus on this child. I'm just looking forward to her growing up as a normal child, having fun, going to church, going to school, going to the beach, being a child and me being the best dad I can be. St. Jude saved her life and it saved us as a family. And for that, we'll be forever grateful. This is why we do it, to be able to help families and children uh, who are dealing with cancer. And you guys have stepped up and done an outstanding job. Uh, we are at $5,260. That puts us $740 away from reaching our goal of $6,000. And whatever you've given so far, we truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, we know you guys have sacrificed. Some of you have actually given more than once over the last couple of months that we've been doing this. This campaign does not end today. Uh, this campaign will run all the way until CitizenCon weekend, October 22nd, will be when we wrap this up. And we want to reach as close to the goal, if not exceed the goal of $10,000, and you guys can help us do it. If you've given, once again, we appreciate you. If you can't give, we understand. All we ask is that you share the information. Let other people know about what it is we're doing. They may not be into Star Citizen, but more than likely, they do know about St. Jude Children's Hospital, I'm sure. Don't underestimate that $5, $10, or even $100, whatever people can give, they will give it. And we really appreciate you guys spreading the word. So that's that on Azalea. Um, here we go, gang. We are of 94 entrants. 94 folks have jumped in. We are four minutes and 13 seconds into the giveaway at five minutes exactly, which is in 42 seconds. We are going to push the button and one of you will be the winner of an RSI Polaris. Don't forget to type in exclamation point ticket if you are interested in this particular giveaway. We really appreciate our angel donor who has graciously and generous, generously given toward this um, program and this, I'm sorry, this campaign that we've been doing for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Soul citizens are here. Um, let's get ready to punch it. Uh, let's see, who do we have? Let's use our guest. First time here, let's introduce our guest, Angry PC. Uh, Tech, thank you for being here. Thank you for making the time. Two shows back to back yesterday and now today. But we appreciate you accepting our invitation. How are you tonight? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. My my wife is in the kitchen cooking something that smells absolutely delicious. Ooh. So I'm passing that up to be here. Steak, <laughs> potatoes, shrimp. It's gonna be cold when I get off the air. Well, listen, it if you smells wanna, amazing. If, if you want to eat it on the air, we won't be mad at you because I wouldn't pass up that meal either. Well, <laughs> but since you're here and this is our first time here, we're gonna ask you to give us the countdown from five, four, three, two, one, and then we're gonna pick our winner. So let me close this giveaway out. Giveaway is closed and whenever you're ready. <laughs> All right. Five, four, three, two. What was it we're giving away again? Ah, we're giving away <laughs> in his radio voice an RSI Polaris with LTI. 
All right. I guess you can go ahead and push the button one. Push the button one. Here we go. Boom. Illusion. Whoa. X Illusion X. Are you here? Illusion X Illusion. Got a 1% chance to win. Are you here? Congratulations. You got <laughs> that. that bad. Let's see if they're here. <laughs> Maybe they went to the bathroom or something. I don't know. Maybe they stepped mm. away. They probably said, oh, I'm Sounds like one of my, yeah, my stream. They probably said, I'm not going to win. <laughs> Let me go get something to drink. Yeah, the name hasn't popped up yet. Uh oh. You gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta chat. You gotta see something in chat. Oh, there it is. There they Good are. Googly moogly. Wow, yeah. I can't believe I won. Yes, you won. Excellent. Believe it. I can believe I lost. I never, <laughs> <won>. <laughs> <laughs> never win these things. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will tell you once again. Our donor has made it very clear that they wanted all of the soul citizens to have an opportunity to win this. So, X Illusion X, thank you for being here and thank and congratulations oh, on your help. win. Um, please know that you have to send us an email to soul citizens with an S at the end at gmail.com. Soul S O L soulcitizens at gmail.com. Send us your RSI email and we will get this out to you as soon as we possibly can. So once again, congratulations. Okay. All righty. Let's get ready to rumble. Are you guys ready? Yes. Do oh, it. You guys are ready. Okay. So ready as well, today's show, um, you know, I don't know why I didn't have the graphic in here. Uh, let's go around the room real quick and introduce who we have. We have at the very top kicking us off the man himself, that beard is growing out more and more, brother. You looking more and more distinctive every week. The man himself, GoMob ATL. Hey, that's the new beard. Well, I ain't seen you in a while, brother. It looks good on you. Yeah, it you looks good. Yeah, that's oh, true. Now, oh, good Google. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that hair growing out. Oh, All shades of gray. I know, I know. Go, Mab, your mic is soft for some reason. It almost sounds like you're coming through hey, your I turned up on camera. Yeah, it sounds like you're coming more through your camera more than your mic because you're definitely much. Is that a little bit better? Ooh, way there you go. There we go. There you the go. new button works miracles. There we go. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So I just, I just, I just cranked it up about nine. You're good. You're sounding oh, real good. Right. Thank you, my brother. Right. Next to him, coming back. Back for a second round, the man himself from down under, Kaurati. How are you, man? I am good. It is good to be back. I'm very excited to see what we have in store today. Hello, community. Hello, the Soul Citizen and guest crew. Okay. Go Mob and Colossal. I know Jade was here earlier, but y'all wasn't here earlier. Guess who showed up? Grim Hex Brethren showed up earlier. He, I was going to say that. He showed up in his gold and everything. And, uh, we got him to commit that if we hit our $10,000 mark, he will give away a signed autograph gold shirt to the, whoever gets us across the line. So we'll, or we'll have a giveaway for it. So uh, he showed up today in all his glory. <laughs> uh, all, all I got to say is I was running the show at that point in time and he was very distracting. Yes, okay. Yes, he was <laughs> in his own special way, as special as he is. Uh, next to Calrati, coming today for her first time here today is Jade Starwatcher. Jade, how are you? Hey, I'm doing. How's my audio? Your audio's good. Okay, Your yeah, good. I'm doing. I'm doing. amazing. So rumor, rumor has it that you have been to a certain place in the verse. Is this true? 
yeah, the rumors are true. I have been to the Stanton the Pyro Jump Point, and I have the, the pictures to show for it. If you go to our Soul she got the receipts. Discord, link down below. Um, yeah. I, you I got the receipts, huh? With, yep, definitely. Okay. Went out there with uh, Dark Knight 75. Oh. And Lady Space Patrol and some people who were in, in chat here, I, I added them to a party and we all jumped in. Very nice. Jake, they say you're a little soft. I, you're good for me, but they say you're a little bit quiet. Oh, so you may no, have to bring okay. your, can, bring your can, audio up just a little bit. Yeah, can you boost a little that. bit? Cool. Yep. Oh, Griffin, I'm not trying to make more work for you, but I I, I know why there's something seems off. You're on, you're on the wrong presentation. You have this, this sole citizen presentation. You put it on, 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 the, on the charity presentation. You lost the scene. Right. The scene. How's this sound? Is it still soft? That's better. No, you're, it's you're that's better. That's, that's better. better. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, that. I was I was just uh, before this eight o'clock segment, I was in the oh. in the verse and I had gone to uh yeah. I, I was at the at the jump point. It's yeah. really cool. Class card is, is absolutely right, guys. I gotta change the presentation. You don't have to. I'm just saying that, well, that, that's why something that's why it seems off. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna break the show because I had slides and stuff that go on the second show, but we can live without them. We can live without okay. them. Okay. Because I'm here. Is it that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're here. All right. It's been a long day. Also Everybody joining us down to the, yeah, yeah, the, the bottom right side, we've got our friend Colossal is back. How are you, Colossal? Hello, hello. Yes, I decided to go ahead and sneak back in on my little busy schedule to help out with the streams. Give, folks, give to this noble cause. <sighs> what, a little bit under, what, 600 more to go, Griff, and you'd be at 6,000? Absolutely. So we're getting there. Give, you know what? Matter of fact, we just got $10 just from Wesley. That's right. Yeah, we just I just saw that. So, thank you. Awesome. It's going to be back. I also like to let him note that, um, you know, my lovely university here is undefeated and we're back in Playboys. But again, again, the world of college football gods tend to hate Florida State because all we do is win and we drop in the polls. Uh, so I just want to sit there and just put that out there to the football gods. When are you going to respect the daddy back into the business? The, the football gods. So you're referring to me, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, you guys barely won, yeah. sir. Let's check. Let's yeah. see. You guys barely won and didn't yeah, drop. The operative word didn't being, drop. being the operative word being. Yeah, didn't drop. One. One. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let me ask this for a favor here. We'll be in your conference sometime soon. Let me ask this for a favor. <laughs> uh, we're going to squeeze in more people when they get here. If 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 Yo-Yo shows up, we've got Yo-Yo, and we have Dr. Murray showing up at the top of the hour, too. So if anybody wants if everybody wants to stay, that's fine. But if anybody needs to drop at the top of the hour, just let me know. It's not a problem. I, I, I volunteer a, tr a tribute. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. That's it. That's, I know Murray's coming. My bottle of rum lives to lives to go another day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and hit. We had five thousand three hundred and seventy. We are getting there, gang. Six hundred and thirty dollars is all we need. Six thirty. More pig. Thank you for the subscription. Yes, absolutely, you. absolutely. You guys are knocking it out of the park. We may hit that six thousand mark. Okay. Um, next to me, last but not least, is Fastcart. We've already introduced Angry PC Tech. Fastcart's back from earlier. He ran for about five hours earlier today. Took a little nap, ate a little food, and he's back. Uh, so we're going to wrap up this twelve-hour thing. So let's jump into. Don't forget yourself, Griffin. Oh, me. Yeah, I'm Griffin Gaming RPG. I, introduced, I didn't introduce myself, <laughs> did I? Like I normally do. Okay. So, everybody, I think all my folks have got their... Uh, hopefully, you guys have the docket up because it's not going to come up on screen since I didn't change the program. So, you got to follow the docket with me. Okay. As I mentioned earlier, today's topic of the show... I was wondering why I didn't have the doggone graphic up there. Um, the name of the day's show is Can Citizens Fix Star Citizen? 
that's what we're going to be talking about. And originally when I talked to Fastcard about this, the idea was to bring on a bunch of people who are in the industry, who do game development and rattle their brains and get their feedback and their thoughts about what it is that fixes Star Citizen. Uh, I saw some positives to that, a really great thing. But the other side of it is that quite often when you ask that question, everybody thinks that they know the answer to the problem. And it's a difficult question to answer because no matter how good you are as a dev or somebody who works in the industry, the handicap that they have is that they really don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes. They can only go by what they see. They can only go by what their own experiences are in their work career, but they really, it would be, it, it would be almost somewhat unfair to them because they just don't know everything that CIG wants to do, but they can read the tea leaves and basically take a look at what's going on and kind of give you a feel of where they think things are going and things that they think may be good and maybe some things they think maybe this might be something to be concerned about. And we're hoping that that's what people like Angry PC Tech will be able to do for us today is kind of help guide us and navigate some of that. But we are going to talk about some things a little bit more esoteric. So let's start out with that. Uh, the, one of the first areas I want to ask about to the panel, and I'm going to go to Angry PC Tech first, and then I'm going to hit you guys next, is communication. These are areas to me that I outlined that I say, you know, what are, can, are these areas good? Do they need to be fixed? Are they horrible? You give me your feedback on that. So angry, I'm going to go to you first. Um, when it comes to communication from CIG, what do you, what, how do you rate it? If you were to say, let's just use a rating scale of one to 10 and then talk about why you put it there. And what do you think could be better for communication? Oh, uh, all right. So I, I, I'm going to be an unpopular opinion with this one, but I'm going to give them a solid eight. Okay. And the reason being is the reason they don't tell us Sorry, my co-host is being a butthead. You're okay. Um, <laughs> the reason they don't give us more details is because game dev is not linear. Like we can put in, and I experience this at work all the time, is you can have a system that in one environment runs perfectly fine. And the moment, you know, what you plan to do and what you're actually able to do are two different things. You can roll something out in a test environment and it'd be completely fine. And the moment you push it to live, uh, the proverbial shit hits the fan mm. and everything you thought was going to happen doesn't. And we see this every time, you know, everybody acts shocked PTU. Oh, it's stable. You know, it's, it's okay. It needs some more polish, but it'll be fine. And then it gets pushed to live and it falls apart. Mm. Reason being they're two different environments. As much as we try to test for everything to be perfect, we can't, you know, what happens in testing and what happens in real life are two different things. Could they be a little bit clearer on what they're defining to be uh, complete and ready or what their actual testing goals are? Yes. Do they fall short in a lot of places? Yes. Um, could they be a little bit more transparent? Yes. But every time they are, <laughs> um, everybody, myself included, you know, I grab my can of hopium and start inhaling so fast that I get excited for what's coming down the pipe and get ahead of what they actually said versus what's reality to happen. Mm. And I always go back to it. If we think about the flashlight, mm -hmm. I'm sure we all remember the flashlight debacle yeah. where, you know, the flashlight on our belt was Damn, digging in the, the hole for yeah. one, one HP. It's stuff like that that makes game development nonlinear because it's not something you instantly think about. Yeah. Good point. Thank you. Uh, Colossal, I'll go yeah. to you next. Um, where would you rate them one to 10? And what would you say needs to be fixed? What could be better if, if you think there's something that could be better? Okay, is 10 being the lowest or 10 being the highest? 10's the like, highest. Like really good. 10's the really highest. Really good type deal? 10's the highest. 
Okay. Um, I, I'm going a different route here, and just hear me our argument out on this. I would think that they are above ten. I mean, if I, if I, and the reason why, and I, I've said this earlier, uh, I agree with. I'm going to agree with probably everything that everybody on this panel says. Mm -hmm. But I'm just going a different route here because remember, Griff, I've had this conversation with you and everybody else. I felt starts. I start, felt that CIG was being too transparent mm -hmm. because there are games out there now that are in alpha that allow testers to test for a certain limited time mm -hmm. and then they shut it off mm -hmm. and they go ahead and fix all the stuff they need to fix and maybe put it back in your email say hey we're opening it back up again blah 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 mm -hmm. to go to angry's point when they put out information you get a lot of people who will take that and then they'll take it and and, and go the extra mile with it mm -hmm. and say oh they said this when they didn't say this and they promised us this when the blah 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 mm -hmm. so a lot of the times i think that while in the midst of trying to be transparent, I think a lot of times I'm like, you know, don't don't give us too too much information. Give us some time where you shut the game off, nobody worries about it. They go on a new world, everybody's playing Starfield, and then boom, you cut it back on again. At least you open up the server back up again, mm. where everybody jumps in after you've corrected and done your things like that. Uh, I mean, whatever reason they're doing it, uh, you know, having the servers live all day every day is mm -hmm. whatever reason they choose to have. But I think, I believe that they have been very well uh at least being a lot transparent i think it's too much transparency uh which causes a lot of people to go ahead and grope and gripe and it's, of course the content people are gonna they want all that because they want as much content as they can to go ahead and deliver out to their audience so, so they're going to be the ones fussing and all this good stuff but i i just always thought when it comes to the game development sometimes it's best to go ahead and close the door sometimes give you Give yourself to go ahead and tweak whatever you need to tweak and open it back up maybe quarterly or whatever it is. So let me ask you this question. Do you think that the reason why that they do keep it open, and again, I, I understand exactly the angle you're coming from, particularly with sometimes too inf much information can also bite you in the butt later on. But do you think that the revenue flow would continue? Because usually when people are in the situations you're talking about, they may have paid a flat rate for early access or beta access or whatever. Like you said, they open it up for that weekend. They say, come play, or they play it for three weeks like you guys did when you were playing Amazon's game. Uh, what was the game that you guys were doing? New uh, World. New World, yeah. You know, it opens up for a couple months and it shuts down. They fix some stuff, you come back. But would the revenue continue to flow with those breaks at the level that it's, I mean, do you think that might be the concern why maybe they do have to keep it open 24-7? Because if I can't play, I'm also not thinking about buying a new ship. If I'm not testing some ship, it's out of my mind. And like you said, I'm playing Starfield and I'm not throwing money at CIG anymore. You think that maybe that's the reason why they have to keep it open seven days a week, 24 hours a day, maybe? So, so economists are going to write a book about this True. as, as how, are, how is CIG able to bring in the funds mm -hmm. privately versus going out to all these different types of publishers, publishers. and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that is a, a, that is a good point to me. I think we've had this conversation. That's a good point to make. Is this what... Is this marketing um, a sound marketing plan that has allowed uh, CIG yeah. to to continue on the way it is? And that's arguably a point to make. But once again, just like I said earlier, mm -hmm. I don't know what their reasonings are. I mm -hmm. would not doubt that's a part of it because I'm quite sure they got the analytics teams going on and doing <laughs> everything they need to do to see what the numbers are and how they can go ahead and impress this upon us and all this mm -hmm. good stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I would not doubt it. But mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, I get, I agree, I agree with you. But it's, it's, a, it's a catch twenty two on it. I really agree yeah. with you on that area. I really think the same thing. Jade, I'm gonna go to you. Um, your thoughts about communication? Give it a rating, and uh, what do you think? Could if there's something you think could be better, what would it be? I'm gonna give them an eight point five. Okay. Um, and the, and the reason being is that 
for the most part, I, I tend to agree with um, Colossal. I wouldn't say that they, they share too much, but what I would say is that some of the things that they share by now, they should know what the community reaction is going to be, and mm. they they might want to go about it differently. Mm -hmm. And then there are other cases where there is something that you and I and most of the community could predict that they were, you know, kind of like stepping in a hornet's nest by doing it mm -hmm. or saying it, right? Mm -hmm. And then they, they still do it. Mm -hmm. And then they, they backtrack afterwards. So right. I can't give them a 10. Right because of that, because it's 10 is a perfect score, right? Mm -hmm. But I would say by and large, um, they are pretty good. They've gotten better since when I first started following <laughs> the project in 2016. Mm, yeah, it has gotten better, I will agree. But if you've been around for a long time to see the arc of how things have gone with communication, it's an interesting ride. It's definitely an interesting ride. Uh, Calrati on you, score and uh, what would you fix if there's anything? Yeah, I, I would give them a seven. Um, so in terms, I, the reason why I'm, I'm giving them a seven is mainly because of two things, or rather one thing and two. So y you know, sometimes when persons say that, okay, they've done the best that they that they can do, mm -hmm. but it's not, it's still not ideal. Uh, so that's my perspective on things, mainly because of how heavily prevalent their research is when it comes to these things. When it comes to replication, right? I would say, I would I would have expected their communication to be um, you know, a lot better because that would mean um, not as much research and development, but more replication in terms of, okay, they have a solid foundation of what it is that they want to implement into the game. They have all the tools um, fleshed out and they can actually replicate and deliver. Um, but, you know, practically speaking, given how, you know, we were still expecting the, um, you know, the second version of the server meshing um, summit to take place in the ISC and those things. We didn't get it. We now know why. Um, I don't think they can do any better. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's still a seven because it's still agile. And I keep saying sometimes very quietly in my corner that CIG has put themselves between a rock and a hard place because you don't have research and have an open... Um, whatever it is that you want to call it, mm -hmm. in the same book. Open development, yeah, open development. Yeah, I mean, because <clears throat> as someone who's doing his PhD, and I mean, I'm, I make, my decisions are changing, you know, left and right, sometimes many times different week. And I can't imagine a company, a gaming company, that isn't necessarily doing replication yet when it comes to having everything fleshed out and they're making these decisions and they're still trying to communicate. So I think that they're doing as best as they can but at the same time, given the prevalence of their research still in the game, they can't do any better, I think, without breaking certain promises and saying, okay, we're going to do this. Because look at how long it took us, not to the, you know, not to the negative criticism toward them, mm -hmm. but look at how long it took us to get some positive feedback or get some feedback after the server meshing uh, summit with regards to their, the split between the replication layer and the mm -hmm. game server. Mm -hmm. Mainly because, I mean, if they... Imagine them communicating with us, okay, what progress was, was going to be. I'm going to assume, it, it, I could be wrong, but the amount of back and forth that they probably did bef um, between that point and now, I don't think many persons would have com would have appreciated the yeah. kind of communication that we would have gotten yeah. because that would have been very back and forth. Yeah. So I think my seven, I would say it's still equal to Colossal's above 10, but I'm just, you know, kind of, making it a bit more practical, at least in my perspective, that I don't think given 
their position right now, mm-hmm. I don't think they can do as best as we would like, as I would love them to be, you know, yeah. communication wise. Yeah. yeah, Dirk, I don't think that he's saying it from that perspective. I think what he's saying is the volatility of development. And, you know, the question is, what do you put out to the community? You know, especially when we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. And it's it's interesting what you say, Kalradi, because I, I'm one of those people that says, in order to go through this process, you have to have some real strong fortitude. This is not, I'm talking about as a consumer, as a gamer, as an interested person who's trying to learn about development, you have to, you have to be open to a lot of things. And balancing the consumer side of me, which says, I've paid some money, I have an expectation, I have a desire to play this game has to be also tempered by the other side of entering into the world of development, which I personally don't know that much about. I know a little bit about it, right? But at the level of what they're trying to do, I'm also, that's the murky side of it. The part that I know about is my consumer side. You know what I mean? My gamer side. But that other side that exists, the conversations, the backing and forthing, the changing of the whiteboard, the timelines changing, staffing, that's not the part that's my familiar area. And to introduce that hazy area in for me, I'm if I'm not open to that, I could almost look at it and say, well, they don't know what they're doing over there. When that's exactly. actually it turns to that sometimes. When that's yeah. actually the way it works. That's actually the way it works. We may not like it, but if you're doing R and D and you think you and Chris says, Well, this is what I want to see you. I, I, I said this example a little while back and go up. I want to get to you because you're in the industry. On one of the making of one of the Star Wars films, I think it was Phantom Menace, George Lucas walks in with this big storyboard. And and some of you have seen this. He's got this big storyboard with all the scenes. He's got all his tech people and everybody's around him. And he's going through each scene. He's got a red marker and a a green marker. And he says, this part is a green screen. This part is physical, you know, a set. And he goes through that through the whole thing. And everybody's sitting there looking and going, yeah, okay, okay, okay. And he goes through it and he says, okay. And he walks out and you know what the people said? How the hell are we going to do that? <laughs> they, they said that they didn't even have the tech. They weren't even in that place. All they knew was that this is what I want to see. Lucas says, I know you guys can figure it out. And in some ways, I think Star Citizen is that same thing. I think when some of that stuff comes out, them jokers probably look at Chris Roberts and say, you got to be kidding. And they have to figure out how to make and build some of the things that he sees as a visionary, just like George Lucas did. And eventually, it took a while, but they developed it. Were you going to say something, Angry PC? Yeah, you're never going to evolve technology and push the limits of what developers, video games, and systems can do if you don't get and stay out of everyone's comfort zones. Mm. The moment you step into the unknown and you start answering the questions that nobody knows the answer to is the moment you start to do something truly cutting edge you know you you talk about research and development i make challenge coins mm-hmm. i'm doing some for citizen shop mm-hmm. this is about a hundred dollars worth of r d mistakes <laughs> wow you're, you're you're not going to make an omelet mm-hmm. without breaking some eggs first mm. exactly okay and I, I was gonna make a reference to like 2013 to the time. Griffin and I had gone back and, and watched a few of those back, back in our first year of Soul Citizen. And I remember watching some of the people and the not and not necessarily the, the audience, but sometimes the, the camera would, would, would pan to a, a developer, and I would just see them 
<laughs> with their mouth open, because Chris Roberts is talking about it. Some of the stuff like, that, um, that they have planned. Uh oh. Yeah, like, the uh, they're going. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. It's like it's like how are you supposed to do that exactly, Chris Roberts? Yeah. So yeah, just like that George Lucas uh, video you're talking about. But yeah. yeah. Go, Bob. Go ahead. Give us your thoughts on this. Where would you give him on communications? Uh, up to rating of ten, and then what do you think could be fixed or better? Okay. Um, volume of information is great, right? Mm -hmm. It's been better, right? When they when they had more shows that went deeper into the tech, like Buck Smashers and um, mm -hmm. Reverse Diverse and things like that, you know, you they, you got a little bit deeper, and so a lot of the people that didn't really understand game development got a peek behind the curtain, mm -hmm. and so they were able to kind of understand the challenges that CIG has been facing. Mm -hmm. And so you had a lot less of the I mean, you had a, you had you had you had the trolls, right? You had the scam mm -hmm. citizen people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but you had a lot less of the the the, the noise. Mm -hmm. um, but now that they have, it's like the community has grown, but the communication has it's changed has become more efficient right mm -hmm. they, they they've got two shows they've got their newsletters the, the progress tracker and so on and so forth um why i cut them down so much is that i don't give them a pass on the things that my fellow panel mates have said right mm -hmm. they've been doing this long enough to know mm -hmm. like i'm sorry any you know it, like there should be a freaking taser Somebody on the side of Chris <laughs> Roberts with a freaking taser, and when it looks like he's about to say something that that is related to a date, just take his ass out, right? Knock For his the ass love out, of God. drag him, drag him off the freaking stage, and and give him smelling salt backstage, right? Don't let him say anything about a date mm -hmm. because we all know, like the, the, us, the people that know about development know that it's not linear and you i can say yeah it should be done by next week and that's really march mm. when reality kicks in so <laughs> i mean i'm not giving them a pass on that mm -hmm. and, and 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 two like the way they've done some things like the way you know i understand what they did with the like the progress tracker mm -hmm. but the way they did it was so ham-fisted it was like oh my god have you guys never dealt with actual people you nerds mm. like what are you doing no um we haven't right so it's, it's it, it, uh, it, they've they if you've ever seen the meme right and i've sent this and it's funny i sent this to a customer the other day uh where the guy's riding on the bicycle and then he takes the stick and sticks it in the front pole in the, in the spokes in front and bike falls over and he's grabbing his knee like ow and he blames something else that's cig mm -hmm. at every turn mm -hmm. like you didn't have to do that that is a self-inflicted you laid the landmine and then did jumping jacks on it it made no sense um like i me personally what i would like for them to do is focus more on n plus one like what's coming next, right? And I know they do that a lot, but they, they, I guess they feel like the community needs to see what's coming around the horizon too. Mm -hmm. And so they spend a lot of time getting folks spun up on that. Like it doesn't feel good when I think about the 600i rework right now, it's I'm not excited about it. It makes me angry when I think about it, that mm -hmm. you've, 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 
put it out there. You've told me you're working on it, and that's what you're going to do. And you've shown me pictures. Mm. And then the next one, we're like, oh, it's not on the schedule. We don't know when to get to it. We'll fit it. It's about the cuss on the screen, how pissed off that it makes me, right? Mm. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, don't tell me about it until you're going to do it. Yeah. Let me, let me, it doesn't make any can sense. I, can I stop you for a Sorry. second? Because no, 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 you're you're on point. Let me let me stop you for a second because I think, and I don't know if this is because of format. I, it's so hard to determine why they made that shift. Because you're right, Gomab. There was a time when if they had been doing that 600i rework, we wouldn't have just seen it that once and it disappeared. They would have literally like a within that next quarter or whatever, we would have got an update. There would have been a progressive viewing of us seeing the process of that happening. And I agree with you. That used to happen back in the day when they had ship. What was it called? Ship shape fast cart. They would do ship shape. Right. They would come okay. up and they do that. Yeah. But then they stopped doing that. And I agree. They do introduce things, and then they just kind of. And then it's, it is painful when they pump us up for it, and then, like you said, it falls off the tracker completely. You know, it's gone. Which says nobody's. And they'll tell you what we said. Stop working on it. Now I understood there was a big thing when all this stuff got moved over for emphasis of Squadron Forty Two. Maybe when Squadron's in place, maybe we'll get a little breather where everything kind of goes back to normal of dealing with the Persistent Universe until episode two of Squadron comes up. Hopefully by then uh, the company is built but, out more with more employees. The I rework was announced mm -hmm. post refocus on yeah, yeah. Squadron 42. Oh, no, I agree. That was announced I agree. after that. I agree. No, I agree. Right. That's why I said you're right. Come with an update where they've, they've shown some fantastic, you know, uh, concept art. Right. And then... Like I then I think a couple months later we had the the, the we had a uh, um was it an I, not inside Star Citizen but Star SEL, SEL where they had the uh, vehicle team on there and they were he was like so what's up with the six hundred eyes like ah it's just not on the schedule we're working to get it back on there we mm -hmm. don't know what it's going to be yeah. and it, that to me was like table flipping ridiculous right <laughs> like why why yeah. Why you got all this other stuff in backlog? Why even? Why even bring that up? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why I, even I, say I, you're gonna do that, and then just. Well, I, I think it was one of the questions, wasn't it? Yeah. For, yeah. From the viewers. Yeah. yeah. I, think it I, I agree that yeah. it, don't don't bring it because you and I, like development being nonlinear is they may be working on that. And it may be a priority at the moment, but the moment a bigger bug or a bigger problem comes along, it's going to mm -hmm. get pushed aside. And if you brought it up that X, Y, Z, we're looking to have completed soon. And then something bigger comes along and pushes it back. Well, everybody's sitting here going, well, you told me this was going to be done. So, so soon. Let, me, let me ask you guys this then. Is this the demon in the room here? Is this the gremlin that, that, that haunts us? We have to give the backers something. And I'm not trying to say this in a mean way. Revenue has to flow. And if concept art of the 600i is what will generate revenue or reinterest, you know, how, how do you, and I understand what you're saying, Goma, believe me, I do. I agree. I like what you're saying. But my question becomes, and, and maybe we'll step into this next question after Fast Car comes in, because marketing becomes a part of what you're talking about too, Goma. So, you know, how do we keep, uh, how do we keep the interest there? How do we keep the revenue coming so that we can keep the company coming? Because Squadron 42 ain't coming out right now, and that's, we know that that's where a lot of revenue is going to come in. We've got to keep something going to keep the lights on in the studio, in the homes of our people who are working. And at the same time, is that is that the negative? Is that what comes with the turf? I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's good or is it ethical. I'm not going down that path right now, but I'm saying yeah. how do we keep the interest, the fires going? 
Because I get what you guys are saying as, about the as linear you, aspect. As, I get as it. As you know, Griff. As you know, Griff. I, I work for a, uh, a a small software company out of Redmond, and <laughs> yeah, and we have a you know roadmap. Right. Sound familiar? Right. 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 And you know our roadmap consists of enhancements, features, next what's coming next right. right right now there may be hey we're satya or whoever you know our ceo maybe may talk about some of the things that he hopes to do in the future mm-hmm. but the focus of everything is what's coming next okay not the focus isn't Here's pictures of some stuff we may do in three years. But is that but is that next enough to keep gamers interested? There's a difference when you have industry people coming into your space who hear There's that. There's a balance. There's a balance that has to be struck here. Okay. That okay. that I feel like they they haven't they they out of all of these years they've they gotten, found it. They haven't found the balance. They haven't found that balance. Okay. I buy where that. they they're so focused on. I dream stuff far down where like they're saying stuff where they like they're going off like George Lucas like let's figure out how to do it after we yeah. get off stage yeah. where all these people you just told are like oh that's coming yeah. oh this they wouldn't have told us if they haven't already figured it out and got is. it mostly done yeah yeah tempering expectations that's why I give them a five on the <laughs> communication because their communication leaves them open to the people saying you're misleading us or you're mm-hmm. you're not telling us the truth or you're doing this we understand development and while i understand all this stuff is a hundred percent truthful mm-hmm. coming out of their mouths based upon what they're trying to do mm-hmm. but you gotta but know your audience you gotta know who you're talking to okay and you gotta recognize that and you gotta you gotta tailor your communication otherwise you're gonna fail at it okay. so i mean well you can you can start by putting out the ships that you that you said you're gonna put out earlier. I mean, you can start by doing that and then implementing gameplay for that piece. Sometimes I said you got to throw yourself out the window instead of just watching from from the other side of the window. <laughs> well, and and, and, and look, to, 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 to finish my point, angry, and then I'm quite sure you got something good on on this one. Um, uh, it's it's just the fact that I mean that what I try to go is I'm a huge game I'm lore person, love lore. I think gameplay is important, but you uh, but you also have to have lore. And if you, I know, I understand the mechanics are not there. I understand they got different, you know, companies that are trying to combine them, blah, 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 blah. I get all that. But um, when you, maybe if you put out those ships and you still, you still got other ships right now that uh, that we're saying, that, that are out right now that still doesn't have all the functionalities. So we got ships that are, that are saying that we're, they're gold standard, yet you don't have all the MFDs up, up in there and all this good stuff, right? But then you could develop and continue to develop the lore behind those ships and add pieces to where you're creating another generational ship, right? I mean, a good example would be the Constellation, right? Constellation is what, a Mach 4? Mm-hmm. That we're at with the Constellation? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm always about the lore. You can you can go ahead and you don't have to stop at where you are with the lore right now. You can go ahead and as you're adding ships and as you're bringing in ships that you've already promised people and then trying to go ahead and tweak that piece, you can go ahead and continue to develop the lore on that one. We are we are we are at a with a new imperator, right? 
and mm -hmm. we voted for that piece, right? And we're at, what, year three mm -hmm. of Addison's rule? Mm -hmm. So would that be out of a 10-year cycle? So that piece continues to grow. So so can the manufacturing of ships. I'm sorry, Angry, you were, you were wanting to say something about it. Uh, well, I'm going to add on to that. So we have how many hundreds of years of lore that we could build backlogs on to keep people's brain thoroughly enthralled in the story that creates Star Citizen. Mm. But from the development side of it, if you put a ship in game and the game's there and the ship's functions are what in the development world would be feature complete, they need to be polished, you don't touch that ship again until it's ready to go to the polish pass, which is at the end of the development cycle before you take it to beta or final. But we don't need to... <clears throat> go back over and redo work on something when everything for that, like, for example, the 600i Explorer. The damn Explorer game loop is not even fully integrated into the game. Why are we doing polish passes on a game, on a ship that doesn't have a full game loop mm. even in yet? Because it's, it so, needs it. <laughs> whether, whether it needs it or not <laughs> is... Two different stories. We know it needs it, and it will happen. Right. But is it a priority right now? In real time. You know, can yeah. we can, can we keep doing what needs to be done without having to waste labor on that process at the moment? Well, to Colossal's is point, because the Connie is in its third or fourth, and it's still not where it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's like the fourth version of it. And uh, even all they've done, I mean, don't get me wrong, they've done some tech things to make it better. I remember one of the things was creating the 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 amount of resources it used to make it got reduced dramatically. But as far as things that have, has anything, what has changed on that ship that works? And the only thing I can think of, and you all correct me if I'm wrong, that works on the Connie that didn't work in the Mark II or the Mark III is the snub ship. That's the yeah. only thing I think that has changed in that ship. The guns always worked in it. The turrets always worked in it. The elevators always worked in it. But none of the other aspects of that ship worked before except for that and it's four versions of that one ship so i i get what you're saying being able to go back and don't get me wrong i'm glad we don't fly that ugly mark ii i, I, I don't i don't <laughs> think i'd be that thrilled about it um but it is a, it is a conundrum okay we got to move on past this guys because we're, we're on this one subject and we are almost in our first hour just don't buy or Shut up. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Oregon is like weekend in I will, Vegas. I agree. I, agree. I will be get started. Why? Don't get me started. Okay. Let's move on. Real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I didn't forget you. You spoke and I didn't mean that. I forgot I didn't ask you the question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I was going to give them a seven for communication. Um, basically, it's, it's, it's not, I don't want to say small stuff, but it's, it's, I know they're human, and you, you know they, uh, you don't want to um, forget that people, the people who who are behind these things are definitely are human. But the citizens got ticket um, stuff and this week happened, and they had to give out a double email because the the ticket that came uh, that was emailed to us had the wrong date on it. And they have how many people on 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 a team working on? Now I know they're 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 probably stressed and just stuff slipped by the crack. But I mean, come on, they're preparing for this for how long? And they had the October twenty eighth and instead of the twenty first and twenty second, and they were planning for this for I don't know 
uh, uh, quite a while, so I, 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 I'm surprised that, that stuff, that something like that wasn't caught. And that, 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 that reminds me of the time when the, um, the spirit brochure came out, and it had um, in, 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 incorrect stuff on that. Mm -hmm. So, it, 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 I, 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 like I said, I know the human mistakes can happen, but it seems to happen not more, more often than, than, than I thought it would, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, my rating will be, thank you, Fast Cart. My rating is going to probably be a six to a six and a half, maybe a seven. And I think GoMob kind of touched on what my reasons were a little bit. And it's the fact of the arch. In the early days, communication was very rough. The company was being built. Um, it was very kind of grassroots. We all sat around the table with Ben Lesnick and that crew and laughed and learned what we can learn. But as the company has moved from that grassroots company to a full AAA corporate engine there are some communication mistakes that i feel should not be happening still i do think there should have been some evolution i don't have a problem with the transparency aspect i'm one of those people that when they projected that whole year on the roadmap it did not bother me if something changed it didn't if it was if i saw the taurus on there and it disappeared i was like okay well something didn't buy other people they were ready to jump out the window because it didn't happen it didn't bother me Reducing it down evidently did what it was supposed to do because you don't hear nobody talking about it anymore, which takes us to what GoMob was saying about where we are now plus one. That's pretty much where they brought the roadmap to. But I do have issues with, you mentioned the faux pas fast cart with the tickets. Why did the tickets go out on the 28th at 12 o'clock? I mean, you know, who didn't who didn't see that the ticket date... <laughs> Dates were wrong. That's what I'm in fact, the tickets, the, <laughs> tickets only, the tickets even only had the 21st. They didn't even have the 22nd on it. You know, I, you know, I just didn't understand. I can forget that. that. No, I can't because it's a two-day event. And if you send it to people, <laughs> then people think it's only a one-day event if they look at the ticket. They say, where's my other ticket at? It should have had two dates on it. So anyway, wh right. wh where are those Wasn't it originally things? billed as a one-day event? It, not for this year. They, they, they never said. Yeah. But but we know it's a two-day okay. event, but the ticket only has October 21st on it. And it's like, well... And, and don't forget, the uh, the the after-party ticket had uh, the, the LA Convention Center. It doesn't have the LA studio on it. didn't have the studio, right. So there's a whole lot of stuff there. But you know, let's move into marketing, because this kind of somewhat connects into it. Uh, but, but before we do that, um, Griffin, I am... Dr. Murray's in. Oh, Dr. Murray's here. Okay, he's okay. Yeah, he's ready yeah. to bring it. So, so I'm, so, so I'm, I'm going to drop out so he make room for him. Okay, all right, Fast Cart. Appreciate you, brother. Thank all right, you take care, everybody. Have fun. Tonight. Way okay. to Fast Cart. You can, man. Thank you take for that heads up. Bottle of rum lives another day. Yes, yes, yes. Is Dr. Murray in the Discord, guys? Did we bring him down? Yes, Dr. I am Murray's here. Coming. He's here. Okay, cool. Let's uh, get his video up and we can introduce him and we'll get ready to go to this next question of the day everybody welcome dr murray from the yacht club he is here woohoo woo good to see you doc woo -woo. as always he's got that that, <laughs> that warm luminescent lighting behind him tonight all Why right look fuzzy yeah, you're the little a little actually it's just a little light you don't have as much light as you normally do that's all this but we can see you good good to see you how are you buddy um i'm surviving okay you're here okay but you're here you're above ground yeah, yeah, you're above ground there I'm we here. go yeah. yeah dr murray tell everybody where they can see you at what is it you do in the community um so i'm a founding member of yacht club but i'm currently on a little bit of a sabbatical from that mm -hmm. um hoping to come back soon um you can find me streaming 
random games on Mondays and Tuesdays at You Know Gaming on Twitch. Um, I'm still contemplating starting up my own Twitch stream here soon. Um, yeah, and and um, I'm usually around the Yacht Club uh, Discord. If you want to ask me a question, I'm an encyclopedia. Just tag me, and I'll get to you eventually. And I mean. <laughs> And he is an encyclopedia, guys. He is an encyclopedia. All right, let's uh let's go ahead and move forward here with um these next set of questions. Oops, I got them in the wrong spot. Hang on there. Don't want your name blocked. There we go. All right, there's Dr. Murray. Okay, so here's the question. Let's talk about marketing. Fastcart kind of touched on this and opened the door up a little bit. Um, when uh, he gave the example of when the uh, Crusader Spirit came out, that the numbers were wrong in relation to cargo and some other stuff that wasn't together. He said, why didn't somebody catch that? CIG had to put out a little thing saying the numbers were wrong. We're going to correct it. That's just one aspect of marketing. Um, what are some other areas? Uh, Doc Murray, I'm going to start with you first. If there was one to 10 on marketing, what, what rating would you give them? 10 being great and zero, one being terrible. Let's do a one instead of a zero. And if there was something you thought that could be done better, what would that one thing be? Um, I don't know. I, it's So I have a little marketing experience. And mm -hmm. just by looking at the success of the project, by that I mean the funds coming in on a yearly day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. shows us that, that marketing marketing has either an easy job or they're doing a great job it's 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 hard to say because of all the hype around the project but um if we if we look at it from just a basic standpoint of funds in versus funds out due to marketing costs it's completely successful it's mm -hmm. it's amazing and that's because they've leveraged a lot of word of mouth referrals mm -hmm. and stuff and now now they're actually kind of doing some actual marketing we've seen ads on youtube and twitch mm -hmm. where they've they demonstrated with the 318, 319, 320 launch. Um, and really, I would, if I were to do anything with the marketing there to improve it, I would I would try to do some more um, tie-in things where there's physical merchandise that relates to in-game merchandise is what I would like to do. Mm. I, I've been saying it for a while, but I think like one thing that would be great is like you buy a, a physical shirt from the the merch store mm -hmm. you should get a digital copy and get i think that would be that'd be awesome yeah like you know you go idea. and buy your you go and buy your you know your rsi shirt well now you have one in game as well and yeah. you can rock it you know i love but, that yeah idea. so i mean i i would put them around like a seven around a seven okay we'll buy that for a dollar thank you angry pc tech marketing what would be your rating and if you saw something that they could do better what would it be um <clears throat> Probably, I mean, the marketing, the the games here, we're, we're talking about it on stream. So obviously the marketing is working. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're doing a good job there. Again, I, I kind of want to agree with Dr. Murray. I would like to see more physical digital item tie-ins, mm -hmm. um, some better merch, some things to get people excited about the products that they're seeing in-game and the items that they're spending real money on in-game um just to generate extra revenue because you know that digital shirt doesn't cost them nothing to add to your inventory but mm. you spent money on it so why not anyway mm. or if you you buy like they go you go in to buy a shirt uh, in the store you have the option of doing an add-on to order that shirt in real life you know the ones that are doable yeah honestly yeah um you know 
I make challenge coins, so I'm going to pin on that. The, mm -hmm. You know, the uh, Ship Showdown challenge coins. Mm. I'm working on designing Showdown challenge coins for mm -hmm. this year's winners. Mm -hmm. So yeah. those are things that I would love to see either them make themselves or allow third parties to license, make licensing products easier mm -hmm. to keep the hype built up around the game. I agree. I, we've talked about this on the show before. If they did manufacturer shirts, I'd buy one in a minute. No question about it. Oh, yeah. In real life, I'd buy one in, in no minute in a drop of the hat. Colossal, what about you? Marketing, uh, what would be your score and what do you think could be better, if anything? Yeah, so I'm not a marketing expert, but um, I mean, I would assume um, in just based off of what Sandy was saying earlier, uh, you know, she was talking about how, you know, they didn't have that much money for the marketing. She kept pushing that and pushing that and pushing that. And yet they still did fairly, fairly, fairly well. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, um, I believe a couple of years ago, the turn happened. They got some, uh, they restructured the board and blah, blah, blah. And then, all, and then some more money came in. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that came in, I, mean, I think we had a conversation. We had a bar citizen around that time period. We mm -hmm. saw a letter from Chris Roberts and we saw a turning point. We saw a major turning point at that point, point in time. Um, and things started, you know, taking off from there. So I think, honestly, uh, and like I said, I really do believe that uh, that CIG will be studied. Yeah. I, re I really do believe that they'll be studied mm -hmm. in terms of how they were able to continue on funding with the market. I think mm -hmm. the marketing team, un honestly, is underestimated. I think they deserve around an eight um, uh, uh, because of the fact that they've been so successful and crowdfunded by us. Um, I, so there you go. Appreciate that. And, and of course, the other the other question, the other answer to your question, will be directed towards these gentlemen because they pretty much answered it. What's your uh, what's your score? Are you going to give them eight? Eight. Okay. Eight. Or eight. Okay. Jay, on you. Sure. So I will also give them an eight. Mm -hmm. um, and here's why: like for the most part, you know, it's hard to fault them with marketing. I mean, we, we've passed what six hundred million, and mm -hmm. you know what's been raised to date. <laughs> um, there are some things that I would like to see, and you know, the, this is sort of the reverse of in-game items for uh, for physical items. Like mm. I would love to see those mugs, the uh, Finley oh. the Stormwall and Star Kit, and then Big mm. Benny's mug, be actual physical oh. mugs. You know, mm. for select things that are in the game, that really makes sense, and it would be really cool um, to have right. the, in the store. Um, so yeah, give us more stuff to buy. Um, that, that is cool, right? It, you know, I don't, I don't need socks, socks, but I do need that star kitten mug. Um, so I need that stormwall mug. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and the stormwall mug exactly. And if they make a pico mug, I'd buy that one. You buy that too. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't um, even drink coffee. Partnership with Yeti. Let's go. Partnership with Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Go map. Put the Borneo stalker on a Yeti. So you have a space Yeti on a Yeti. Yeah, go map. Your audio's going in and out again. No, I was going to be clipping. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But beyond that, am I okay? Yeah, you're good, Jay. No, I was just going to tell Go map his voice is just too sexy for the stream. But you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um. But yeah, beyond that, on a on a more of a I guess um, down note, I don't want to call it down note, but mm. I would say that they would do well to add a, dis a small print disclaimer to their videos, mm. especially the ones promoting 
you know, the the state of the game or the, the game that people then interpret the state of the game. Like when they say playable now, 318 or 319 or whatever. Yeah. This is what it's intended gameplay. Put it in small print. Yeah. When it show a ship commercial, say this is possible future gameplay, but this this does not imply this will be future gameplay. Mm -hmm. Something really simple, legal department, toast, whatever, they can all get on that. But do that so that you don't get this incoming constantly from the community saying, it's deceptive advertising, right? right, right. It's not deceptive if you got a disclaimer. And to your That's point, all. To your point, Jade, I think it's a great point. Now, they did do this. The one time I saw them do it and I liked what they did, some people still weren't satisfied, but at least they did do it. I think it, and I hate to say it, it was 318, which was mm -hmm. like the funkiest patch for them to decide because this is when they decided to drop this stuff on YouTube and all of us were like, you got to be mm -hmm. kidding. But this is what they <laughs> did do. At the end of the video, it said playable now. Mm -hmm. Above it, it said early access. And below it, it said alpha or pre-alpha. It said something like that. It but was, you know so, what? So, and my point all... was, it was like one was in 20 point you know, size and the mm -hmm. other two were like 16 point. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. at least they did say it, you know, that yeah. one time. That was the one time that I saw them yeah. do that. But go ahead, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, you know, I, I remember seeing the community outrage at the 3.18 playable now. Mm -hmm. And I just, I my eyes rolled, right? Like, mm -hmm. I rolled my eyes yeah. because there was a 3.17 playable now. There was a 3.16. Mm -hmm. You can go back many, many patches, mm -hmm. right, where there are these playable nows, and they're just scheduled on the patch release. Mm -hmm. um, they're not something where, you know, you've got marketing in there. And maybe this is something maybe that they want to do. Is maybe get marketing closer to, you know, the, the, the teams that are working on the patches. And the state of the um, game. And the state of the game. I, in the state I, of the game, yeah. I have no problem with them saying playable now on 318 when it's been in freaking live for maybe three weeks or four weeks. You know what I mean? After right. we have worked it out, but but they did that of all the patches. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I remember when 318 was in PTU, it was running. But when it went live, that sucker crashed. And they put those YouTube videos, and I don't know if it was because they had already put it in place or what, but yep. that was the worst. Yeah. That should have happened after we were playing it live. It was good. They'd gotten most of the kinks out, and then they put it out. So what? You don't have to. Now, maybe they're doing it to drive people to play the game. You know what I mean? So that they can mm -hmm. literally find their analytics and, and get the bugs out. But boy, to me, that's not good. It, it's just not good. You know, I don't know if we lose people or just frustrate people when that happens. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Can I interject here about that? Yeah. Um, I, I would say that um, if, if we look at the, the current environment of game development, not just Star Citizen, but games in general, mm -hmm. with early access constantly coming out, it's, it's kind of like concurrency numbers are king. Mm -hmm. And so Star Citizen has got this clout, and it also has this cloud above it, where <laughs> there's a good percentage of people who are like well it's a scam they're making no progress they're not doing anything mm -hmm. they're just taking money chris roberts is in the maldives like all these nonsense <laughs> things like we, when we when when they push out a patch they have to have their fanfare with the patch so they can say hey you know we're doing stuff and people can see it mm -hmm. and kind of counteract some of that but I, I do agree with you that like they said in early 2022 that 318 was going to be rough when mm -hmm. it went live Mm -hmm. ETF, we told everybody, everybody we could see when it went open that it's going to be rough when it goes live. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, 
I, I don't know. Like, I know that CIG knew it was going to be rough. All the devs told us that multiple times. We saw it happening, but they had to get their data out and they had to get their concurrency numbers. So they had to put out their, their you know, our patches live. And I, I think it would be it would be best bet, best served for them to wait a couple of days, at least or a week mm -hmm. after they push something live, especially with a whole new technology layer like they did with 3.18. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope it goes into the lessons learned category and CIG is like, well, maybe we should wait a little bit more. Yeah. And I think we see that as well with this new idea of the, uh, the 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 experimental branch where they can get these things up and running and they mm -hmm. can get decent concurrency from people willing to, to deal with the bugs and still leave the live environment running decently well so your your average geo players can go and play and yeah. not have to worry about it i think i think they're taking steps to remedy the problems that they've caught it's just it's a slow moving process and like i said concurrency numbers are king so they got to get they got to get people in the game so they can prove that their value is valuable. Well, I hope what you said is a lesson learned. I, I really do. Cal Roddy, let's jump to you. Give us a score on marketing and your thoughts that there are things that you think could be better. Yeah, sure. Griff. So quickly to, to, um, to Colossal's point, uh, there have been a, a good bit of studies out there already for Star Citizen. One, um, you can look up the ultimate uh, Star Citizen phenomenon and the ultimate dream management or something along those lines. You got a link, you, got a link you can drop in for it? Oh yeah, sure. I'll I'll drop it in after. Okay, sure. Um, and yeah, so in terms of the marketing, uh, I think all of us can agree that the marketing has become uh, a bit more aggressive right now, or mm -hmm. you know, in the past few years or so, to kind of keep those numbers up or rather increase them and such. Um, one thing I would like to see though is, um, you know, well, firstly, I would rate it uh, approximately eight because they definitely have been marketing the game. Um, a lot more efficiently compared to before, um, especially since we've seen those sales um, uh, go up, et cetera. But um, I would say that if they can, uh, I don't know if it's, a, if it's a limitation based on the, the award system, they've, they've explained it, but uh, when targeting the internal um, customers, and when, when I say internal customers, I mean those who have already pledged, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I would really like to see them market uh, the award system in terms of, okay, if we are doing any kind of dynamic events or if we're doing anything like that, apart from badges, apart from, you know, the suits, the, you know, those little things like, like the plushies and, and, and those things. I, I know lots of persons who really, really like them. And I don't mean the, the physical merchandise. I mean, if they can at least put more into the pool and make them, you know, more available in terms of distribution with regards to these activities. So you do a dynamic event, you get these plushies a bit more constantly because compared to some some of the digital merchandise that we get, it's more so, okay, marketing, talking about a ship or talking about this. Why not also kind of boost the frequency of distributing these digital items, such as the plushies, the dolls, etc., um, a bit more frequently or just as frequently um, in terms of the, sub the subscriber and also on on the free end, because I mean, these digital items, yes, they take time to create, mm -hmm. but you could always, you know, kind of indirectly boost the marketing by giving away some of these things a bit more for free as well, you know, mm. because so, some of the free distributions can also help in terms of decreasing the perspective of, um, you know, what some persons think when you see the increased aggression yeah. um, uh, in marketing. And I don't mean aggression. You didn't like your picture of a handlebar? What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? Not to be funny. Remember I mean, when they first introduced was it Xeno Threat? 
Which one was it where they gave us the armor? Remember if you decided yeah. to go in and help Zeno's during the right. dynamic Zeno. event? Zeno. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Zeno. And I'm not saying they had to do that every time, maybe. But the fact mm. that they did do that was an incentive for people <clears throat> to get into the game and test. And getting people to come in and stress out, stress the servers and do things like that, those virtual items. I know sometimes people may not think they're a big deal, but for some people, they spend the whole time wanting to get the whole suit of armor. You know what I mean? That, that, that's what they want to do. What I don't like the CIG does is remember in the early days when armor came out, you'd buy the helmet one month and then the arms another month. That was horrible. That was horrible. You mean that one year and a half where we basically got three suits of armor for some <laughs> Exactly. We don't want that type of marketing, okay? Yeah. But but they can do those things that do great bring incentive for us to even come into PTU or in the PU to test stuff. Cool mob, I'm gonna jump to you now. Thanks, Calrati. Uh, give me your score and your uh, with if there's something you think could be better about marketing. So, if I'm gonna slam on my communication, I gotta give them props on marketing, right? Uh, uh, and I'm gonna give them a solid nine, eight, 8.75 okay. on, on marketing. Uh, just because I mean, with all it was, I mean, as many times as they like step on the landmines that, that that definitely was not what the first thing i thought but <laughs> when they step on landmines they're still able to generate money cash hand over <laughs> every month <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, it's a family show you know, I know it's that late. i'm on that burden you gotta you gotta excuse me speak up to your mic speak anyway. up to your mic your mic's going in and out on this again sorry sorry um so yeah <sighs> I, I'm gonna give them an eight point seven five, right? Um, it, because I feel like they do a really good job of driving the hype train, and I, I, I kind of wish they wouldn't mm -hmm. drive the hype train. I mean, I feel like it's CIG pushes the hype train, and it's on us in the community to mm -hmm. kind of to like be it. the brakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, saying a little bit yep. because you see people like, ooh, yeah, you start you know, like, hey, man, this might not be the project for you to support right <laughs> now. I'll let you know when yeah. because it's not for everybody right now. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. You know, if you don't have the temperament to deal with, like, ooh, this is fun and beautiful, thirty k. So you're basically saying this is, like, this is like going up to a this is like going up to a crackhead and saying you know you don't have to buy this crack for me right I mean is that basically what you're saying you know that you know it, 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 you know you put it on the crackhead and say yeah you know you don't have to pay for this you know I'm giving it away I mean is that what we're kind of saying the deal is or is the pressure that least, intense? I've got at least ten hardcore gamer friends that I am holding back <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that I am holding back from this project yeah. because I know they do not possess the emotional maturity mm -hmm. to deal with the state of development Great. that this project is currently in. And so I am fighting against the marketing and that means the marketing is really strong, mm -hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, we see this, and they're like, hey, isn't that the game you play? I was like, yeah, yeah I, I play it all the damn time. No, 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 no. This ain't for you. This ain't for you. No, it's not for you. Not, not yet, bro. I'll let you know. You yeah. play Starfield. Yeah. If you want to fly your spaceships, go play, go, go play No Man's Sky. Yeah. 
Go Mob said, you don't want none of this. You don't want none yeah, of this. Uh, this ain't it right now. You know what I'm saying? This, uh, I think Tyler Duty had some space shit in it. I'm stuffing it one time. Go, go do that. Did you curse on television, young man? Did you curse on television? No, I'm laughing at the Call of Duty. That Call of Duty thing was nothing but a cinematic. He throwing him even at a cinematic. He said, go watch that. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, you know, so that, that's a testament to the marketing, man. Like, yeah. I mean. Don't get me wrong. Their cinematics team is on. Yeah. They, they're really good. And they have a way to even even a salty veteran backer <laughs> like myself will watch them and be like... It's <laughs> like, come on, dude, you ain't gonna see that for like another seven years. <laughs> you know? Doesn't matter, it still looked good. Yeah. I won't on Yeah, I joked. I joked around earlier, Go Mob. Yeah, I joked around earlier because we were, we were go, when uh, Grim was on and we were watching the whole C commercial. And when it ended, I said, man, that almost makes me want to buy another one. You know what I mean? I mean, their marketing, like yeah. you said, is just stupidly good. Uh, regardless of how people feel about it, and it does, there's a responsibility that CIG obviously has to the consumer, but the consumer also has their responsibility to do due diligence, check out the project, uh, monitor their wallet. You know, really, I mean, literally throw that sucker in the safe if you have to, um, because it it is very tempting. It will work. I know the combination. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know all my numbers. Shit. I know. Something. Give your wallet to your wife, maybe. I don't know. But my, my point is, is. Don't do that. The, the marketing, that. yeah, the marketing dynamic of this is very powerful. And, and there are some things that, that literally, I'm talking about from a physiological standpoint of what stim gets stimulated inside our brains as gamers. Also our desire to really play a good game and especially even those of us who've been here for seven, eight, nine years, and we know how the game, pardon the expression, we know how the game is played, we can still be very susceptible to that desire to finally see this thing in our hands and get get the toys, really to get the toys. Mm -hmm. um, hey, Griff. Yo, bro. Addressed yeah, the community real quick, though. Okay, yeah, you let, let, well, before you go, go well, Colossus, do you oh, want to go first? Do you want me to go, 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 go map finish? Yeah, I was I was one to give props to the marketing team, especially when everybody went to uh, Citizen Con in 2018. That Big Benny's uh, uh, marketing team. Oh my team god! Oh my god! Got him a lot of sales with that Big Benny's truck that had over there at Citizen I Con, mean, right? Go mob, a go, uh, actual food truck came up, painted in the freaking Benny Big, and they had Big Benny's noodles Beautiful. and everything, and then the line was all the way out of that sucker, man. Sold out. It was stupid. It was stupid. Go ahead, go mob. You want to speak to the community now? What's your what's your what's your what's your words of wisdom? All right, look, I gotta get closer. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Okay. Commercials have been around forever. Well, you've seen all kind of crazy stuff out there that looks really good. Only you control your credit card, your bank account, and your spending. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Ain't nobody making you buy this. Nobody. This is you. You're making personal choices as an adult or a bad kid that is stealing their parents' credit card. <laughs> this ain't on CIG. They have a job to do and they're doing it well. This is on you. I need you to look in the mirror and have a talk. 
What are, I don't want to adult unique, today. What a unique, what a, what a unique column, Griff. Unique column, dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, unique. The unique line was, I don't know about you, you dumbasses was the ones that backed Star Citizen. I backed Squadron Forty Two. <laughs> that was his comment. You know. So, I'm right, just gonna say, I gonna say what Gomez said, like a hundred percent. And if you talk to Chris at like CitizenCon. Mm-hmm. And you tell him how much you spent, he will call you stupid. Well, at least he told me I was. <laughs> so like, I I remember in 2016, I went to CitizenCon in LA, and I'm, like, standing there waiting in line. I finally get to talk to Chris, and I just got my address, mm-hmm. and it was my 42nd ship. And I was like, hey, I just hit 42 ships and got an address. And he's like, well, you're done. Don't buy anything else, <laughs> dummy. And I was like... <laughs> It's like, well, that's, that's we'll see how that goes. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, challenging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's interesting. All right, listen, we're going to, we're, we're almost at, we're just about almost 30 minutes out before wrapping up for tonight. Uh, we do have a ton of stuff here, but we're not going to hit all these gang. I'm just going to kind of pick certain ones for you guys to cover. Uh, I just want to do a quick spot again for St. Jude Children's Hospital. We are at $5,420. That puts us. $580 away from being able to cross the $6,000 line. It was pretty ambitious to do that by the uh, top of the hour, but who knows what we got right now is great. And we know you guys can add a little more to that. So let's look at one more video real quick. And uh, I'll show this one here. And then after that, we're going to wrap it up for the uh, rest of the show. So here we go. Es una noticia que, pues, ningún papá espera. I didn't know babies could have cancer. Basically your worst nightmare come to life. We thought we were losing our daughter. And then when we came to St. Jude, everything changed. I know St. Jude is the reason that I'll have my son now and into the future. The goal is that these children live and that they can thrive for the rest of their lives. And I'm just thankful for that. 11 years I've been in remission and St. Jude was my hero, you know? So I was like, let me be someone else's hero. Es posible que un problema tan horrible como el cáncer infantil nos traiga a todos juntos. De hecho, ocurre esto cada día aquí en St. Jude. I believe we should take our purpose, mission, like St. Jude, and we should help other people. And St. Jude has always been about helping other people. I want to be a part of this. I want to be able to spread the word to support as much as I can. I like it warms your heart because you know you're helping somebody in need. It really is inspiring to know that we have people that are out there fighting for us so that we can fight for these kids. El regalo más grande que San Juan me ha dado es poder ver crecer a mi hijo. Let's cure childhood cancer. Together. Awesome sauce, awesome sauce. We are, oh, we've already got an increase, $5,440. Let's see if we can get it across that 5,500 mark, y'all. Another 60 bucks will be at 5,500. I know we could do that before the hour is out tonight. So I know we can make that happen. Thank you guys so much for the contribution. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Sage, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Maybe somebody else other than Sage, because Sage, I think, gave already. Let's see if I do my refresh here with the Sage. Raylan was Raylan. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you for that. And Weiss, thank you. All right, let's jump back into this real quick, gang, because I got my panel ready to go. I'm going to jump down some, you all, and ask you about a very painful subject, the website. 
the website. Uh oh. All right. So I'm going to start out with uh, Doc Murray. We got a, our time is oh, kind of short here. So I know All the right. website covers a lot of things. And after the website, I'm going to probably talk about um, maybe the game tech. We're going to go to game tech, and I want to leave time for this. So let's try to get through the website kind of quickly. So, Dr. Murray, website, give it a rating. And if there was something, just one thing that you felt really needs to be straightened oh. out, what would it be? Just one thing. Oh, my goodness. And you can't say the website. Um, <laughs> I would say the website. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The, the website is the website, right? Like, those of us who have been here for a while, we actually understand how to navigate and get around it. And we're like, yeah, no, it's not that bad. But we forget that the first three months we backed, we were constantly fighting it, trying to figure out how mm -hmm. to do anything and working our way around. Yeah, so um, I think the website's design is really outdated. Mm -hmm. um, it, it doesn't have it doesn't have any of the stuff that we see in modern websites now. Um, it seems very dated and very just simple and basic, and yet convoluted in the same. I would say probably like a five out of ten. Ooh, five out of ten. Generous. Is, okay, and is, generous. Is, and is your is your is your critique that it needs to be updated? Is that basically it? Just um, overall. Yeah, it, yeah, I think it needs to be brought at least into the twenty first century standard and. The, the navigation system of it should be much better. There should be an easy site map that you can click on and find where you need to go. It should have a lot more integrations into the game. Uh, okay. Like the ship matrix should, should talk directly to the game mm -hmm. and pull all that data automatically so it's not some unupdated mm. known as the ship matrix of lies. Yeah, so I mean, there's there's tons of things that they could do to improve it. Okay. Hard to say with just one. I'll buy that. All right, uh, Angry PC Tech? Yeah, I'd give it a solid two. Okay. Um, <laughs> <A> solid too. <laughs> and that's still being generous. Uh, I mean, let's think about how you said the community hub needs to be integrated into the main site. These are all different aspects of the same site. The community mm. hub needs to be brought into place. The matrix lies needs to be updated and integrated into the game specs. Mm -hmm. Spectrum is supposed to be integrated into the game engine. Mm. All these things are all supposed to be tied together and talk to each other, but each one operates as its own independent, independent system, yeah. and, and none of them are brought together to be a seamless design. Okay. The design aspect of it, because um, mm. this is actually my wheelhouse, the design mm. aspect of it pretty much needs to be thrown out the window and started all over from scratch because it doesn't want to load in half the browsers. And Lord, have, Lord help you if you don't clear your cookies out once a week just to fix it. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Interesting. Stop using Firefox because of the damn site, man, because it's, it's yeah. yeah. Uh, don't give me stuff. <laughs> okay, colossal. Yeah, use Firefox and Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I agree with Angry. I mean, I'm not even an expert, and I found it difficult to first navigate when I first jumped on here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I mean, they, I, I, I was jumping on other websites. I was jumping on, you know, Dual Universe and Ashes of Creation and mm -hmm. things like that. And they have a little bit more of a streamlined, and you know, basic but a little bit more of a streamlined um, a website than what I see from Robert Space Industry. So there's a lot of work to do, and I hope to, you know, maybe they can go ahead and show you guys at, at CitizenCon. The new website, the new website that launches yeah. along with things like that. That would be a, that'd be a nice surprise for sure. Jay, going to you. Yeah. yeah. So my primary browser, like GoNav, is also Firefox for for various reasons, mm -hmm. and I would give it. This is really difficult because <laughs> I want to give it a higher score, mm -hmm. but like I'll start with what I like. What I like is the community hub i think it was really well done Everything. and of course it's the most recent edition right, mm -hmm. right? what i don't like 
or the things that have already been mentioned here, things like the ship matrix not being linked to actual in-game data, things like no shared credentials. There's no reason in 2023 you should have to log into three different things, mm -hmm. Spectrum, the website, and the community hub. That should be shared credentials. It's 2023, right? That's um, the issue Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that would be another one, right? <laughs> I totally for forgot about that mm -hmm. one. Like, even though I use it a lot, like, mm -hmm. I never have issues with that one. Then that's probably why. Um, so I will have to give it a four mm. because there's oh. not the integration that it it needs to have. And I, I, you know me, I'm super optimistic most of the time about everything CIG, mm -hmm. but the website is something that I'm sure they are well aware of it too. It's not where they want it to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've been juggling between like a three and a five, um, mm -hmm. only because every single time I use the website, I usually just go straight to either two things, um, Acid Devs or Spectrum. Um, but when it comes to the main front, like the main homepage itself, it's, I can't put my foot on it, but I always feel like there's some kind of disconnection. I feel like there some elements don't, like the flow isn't there. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you know, I mean, even though, you know, I've just started to learn how to build websites and now I, I'm getting closer to understanding the flow of these things. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure that, you know, there are a lot more, um, you know, experienced persons who know how to give feedback on these things. Uh, one of the things that I would like them to do is to at least, of course, this goes back to communication, is to at least give us some kind of... I wouldn't say roadmap, but um, some kind of explanation <laughs> <Rob>. on <laughs> on like the elements that they plan to address first, right? Because as we've heard in this panel, and of course from chat as well, there are different things that irk different people, like that irk many different people. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, the only thing to that is that we know that Turbulent is also working on the online services, server meshing, and those things. Mm -hmm. So that's the other kicker. Or the contradiction towards that is that okay we may not get any kind of um plans on what they intend to work on because if they say that they plan on working uh, or if they give us our plan those plans now uh it may be too early mm -hmm. um so it's it, it's just once again the kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place but hopefully we get some some kind of explanation on how they intend to blend everything together and yeah okay go mob I got to agree with uh, my man, Angry Tech. Uh, it's got to be around a two. Uh, and, and that's a culture thing. It really is. Uh, um, and it goes it goes all the way back to what we talked about as communication. Um, today in 2023, your primary form of communication is when someone hears your name and then they put you in a search box and they pull up your website and their the website just isn't there there are they could literally go pay 500 bucks to somebody on fiverr <laughs> to go make it right you know what i'm saying i mean but they just don't but as a business they don't see the value they don't see the business value in having a robust frontline communication strategy. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's it. 
That's it. That I mean, that's what it boils down to. It's not a priority because it's because the 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 gaps are, and this is the understatement of all the things I've said today. The gaps are glaring. They're evident to anyone that has ever touched a browser in the past eight years. It's really bad. And there, I, I mean, I'm not even like I, I hung up my my web development hat many years ago. I could do better right now. That site was built when Netscape was still popular. That's <laughs> <laughs> when I was making money building websites. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I was building a web Netscape, because oh Netscape, Netscape had Netscape. a website. Editor, yep. about my space. Good Lord. it was awesome. So it's, no, it's, it's page for the win. I have a question for you. Do you think they? Okay, this is a rhetorical question. Do you think they start with a mobile first? Because to me, like it's pretty bad on mobile, and like mobile first has been like how websites are developed since like forever now, right? No, that is a PHP. PHP front end using mm-hmm. cascade style sheets to shrink everything down and it does a horrible job. Yep. It is it's like a terrible uh, job. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, if, if they were smart, let's, let's just take a second. If they were smart, the first thing I would do with CIG is I would make a mobile app. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I would make a mobile app. Definitely. That'd be like my mobile hanger. Second thing I would do, oh my God, talking about their hanger. Trash. The fact that the CCU game, yeah. a freaking, a freaking extension in your browser mm. of, of a site that allows you to go in and, and, and plot out the CCU game, has a better inf- interface for actually seeing your hanger. Somebody in their spare time created a better interface to view your inventory in Star Citizen than the actual company, yeah. right? So I guarantee um, you if they developed an app, like a fleet, like a hangar manager or fleet manager mm-hmm. app, their sales would increase strictly yeah. off that app. Your audio is, I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's He's over-modulating. Yeah, but no, but yeah, it, it, it wasn't that his, 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 his it's not. I know how his voice normally sounds in mics. So I don't know if he's got a weird cable thing or something, but he's usually crystal clear, and he's been. Is that is that better? No, it's it's like it's I, fuzzy. It's if not, you're using, if you're using like a digital soundboard, you might want to restart it, like banana. Yeah, maybe that's. Restart. Yeah, maybe that's. You use Isotope. I'm using a beacon. Oh, okay. okay. How's your game? It sounds like you're going yeah. through a lot of game. Yeah, because you know, but he's sometimes he's, sometimes he's perfect, and all of a sudden he gets distorted. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's when I get excited. No, it's not that it's, you were talking. It's <laughs> that's just, because the juju has transferred from my mic to his. Is that what it is? That's exactly <laughs> why. Is that what it is? Is that, is that a little bit better? I'm, no. I'm not peeking as much now. There I'm you a little go. bit louder, but see, I'm not peeking. See how you got clear? See how you cleared up? Yeah, yeah. See, there we go. Okay, right, I'm 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 to my meter now. I'm not peeking. Yeah. All right, all right. So let me. So, Go ahead, wrap it. Go ahead, no. go. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I, I wrap it up, right? So yeah, bottom line, I give them a two, maybe a one. Um, they've got a lot of technical issues, technical shortcomings, mm-hmm. authentication, like Jade mentioned. Dude, seriously, I could do this. Um, 
the design, the layout, it's really, it's, 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 it's too hard to find pertinent information. The fact that when I go to concierge, everything else is dark and concierge is like blindingly white. Mm -hmm. Show you, <laughs> like, we do, like, take three, web, hire through web designers that actually know what, the, 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 what they're doing. And let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. And just let them do their damn thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. I got a quick PSA on, mm -hmm. on the website. Yeah. And since we were talking, because authentication came in and it, it sparked a thing in my head. If you're using the email thing to email you a code every time you go to sign in, stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> Install a two factor authentication tool. Two factor all day. Two factor authentication, yeah. not SMS text messaging. Download the Google Authenticator, put mm -hmm. it on your phone, put it on every device you own, and use it for everything you do. SMS and email second factor authentication is the quickest way to get your crap hacked yep. and taken over, and then you're sitting there crying in a corner. Yep. Turn on two factor authentication on your phone, use it that way. You can thank me later. There you go. Good point. Good point. Um, my rating for the website is going to be I hate to say this, I was a five in a two or three and i think you guys have made me go to a four and a two the four is for me but i'm only saying that because i've been there so long now that i navigate it and it doesn't bother me but the two right. is for somebody who's never been to that site and they're trying to figure it out i remember talking with somebody before and they were asking about they were why they were struggling and a lot of people don't know that that site was supposed to be i think jade or colossal mentioned about it, it was supposed to be integrated into the game so when you go to the top mm -hmm. and it says apps Apps means absolutely nothing to anybody if they don't know about the freaking Moby Glass. If <laughs> yep, you don't know exactly. there's a Moby Glass, you don't know why it's called apps. You're sitting there trying to figure out where's the menu. So until they get that integration together so that it makes some kind of sense, that's crazy. The other thing, oh, the, man. the mobile, a mobile Moby Glass app would be amazing. Wait, 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 yes. wait, 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 but you, you're going to my turf now. The mobile <laughs> app idea. When they put out the RSI authenticator, I thought that's what they were doing, that they were starting to go down that path. Remember, they actually had an RSI authenticator when you went to go into your account. Then it disappeared. They went back to start using the Google authenticator. So the app thing, I don't know why they didn't follow that. Also, if you guys remember, my weather radar had put out, you're talking about third party. They had put yeah. out a thing that had all of the moons and stuff in the, in the locations and all that. And I'm saying, okay, y'all got somebody else doing this. Why aren't you guys doing this app thing? Apps are really blowing up. I don't know why CIG is not tapped into that yet. But as far as design, well, hmm? good doc. I might be able to elucidate that a little bit. I had a conversation with Benoit about this um, probably a couple of years ago at this point. Mm -hmm. um, where, where we, I was talking about Spectrum mostly because Spectrum doesn't work on cell phones. Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of does, but it's but for the first few years, like you could not erase anything, so you had to you had to only say what you meant to say, and if you use swipe, you were going to be screwed. <laughs> so it was one type at a time. So it's just the old tap 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 everything out, mm -hmm. and then even then you could sometimes click post and it would just delete everything post blank so it got very aggravating with that and so i talked to him about that and he was saying that for an app what cag wants to do is have a more api integration where the app can talk to people in game as well right. as people on spectrum right. and see all of those lovely things and pull that data from their their databases and not be like cached on this on the web page 
and all of that. And what he was saying was that the that it's it's really uncommon to build any kind of APIs in pre-alpha because so much technology is probably going to change before you get there. So they're kicking it down the road until later, until all of their their server infrastructure is working properly, and then they'll start trying to pull these things out to make an app or to give out an API for third parties to make apps and, and stuff. Okay, and I know it's kind of a well, let me say this. half measure. But, but. Yeah, let me say this. I can understand that from that side of it, but I want to go back to something that GoMob said earlier. They have to find the happy medium between that and the way the world is running and the way the world's operating. You can't have this arc, this uh, this ancient way of how we're accessing that website. Even it, even the the site isn't aesthetically pleasing, and it is definitely not intuitive. So the right. app thing, I can understand that. I'm just saying, mobile apps are a big thing, and it's and I don't know what it is they can come up with that that later on they can blow it up further. Maybe they could just go up with they know works, but that website. It just needs some love. It needs some real love because yeah. it's just not there. Okay, I got to move on. Wait, 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 Make it quick. quick. Make it quick. Yeah, I'm going to make it real real quick. If you downloaded um, 3.21 PTU, you may have noticed that the terms of service have changed. Oh, yeah. I would, if you're somebody who created a third-party app, this goes back to communication. Mm -hmm. Definitely read that because there are definite ramifications about what you can legally use mm -hmm. from CIG's game files. And and CIG should communicate that, um, no. I don't know, a little bit better than just a TOS that a lot of people just, just ignore. Right past. Thank, yeah. you for, thank you for mentioning yeah. that, yes, because the new TOS is lengthy and it has a lot of stuff in there, so you guys need to check it You're out. You're expecting yes. gamers to read again. Yeah, Stop there it. we go. There we right? go. Right? I always do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We got to do a rapid one on this gang, and I'm sorry because we got to wrap it up right at the top of the hour because we've been here for 12 hours, and I would go longer otherwise. But <laughs> I want to be fair to the guests here and get their opinions and thoughts. Okay, now this is going to be a tough one. This is worse than the one I asked them about communication. Game tech. And I know there's a plethora, plethora of stuff that we could pick from, but what is the game tech area when it comes to fixing Star Citizen? Um and and I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna close it out. But uh, Doc Murray, whether this is personal or whether it's what you hear the community boast about the most, what is the one thing? There's no rating on this. It is what game tech wise do you think really needs to be fixed to make the game more pleasurable, whatever that may be. Um. Oh, so many. I know. Um. I think. I think really. And and this comes from my background of way too much FPS games. Mm -hmm. The 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 FPS has gotten better, mm -hmm. but the movement is still clunky. The weapon handling is still subpar. Mm -hmm. The hit reg is still eh. um the the fact that in any of the Star Marine game modes you can spawn and your gun won't shoot until you switch off of it and switch back to it. Um that's quite annoying. Um the the like I said the 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 peaker's advantage is beyond abs beyond absurd <laughs> when you play in the the FPS mode like you can come around the corner and kill two people before they realize you're there, um yeah so I, I think really and it, it's a real core part of the game is the the FPS style and movement and I know some of it has to do with the the fully physicalized rig and the eyeballs being in the head and all <laughs> of those things make make things feel you know, just slightly different from what we're used to in FPS games where, you know, you're basically looking at your nipples and mm -hmm. your, your gun is 
your gun is going where you're seeing. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think really for me, that would be it because when, so when I try to play, you Star want Marine, FPS overhaul? Is that what you're saying? You really want, or does this need to be tightened up more? Which one? Yeah, it, the, the the fluidity needs to be better um movement movement feels clunky movement feels like you're kind of stuck in resin or glue or something and it's just kind of and uh, we need a crouch jump we always mm. need a crouch jump mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know and, and mantling mantling is getting better we could use more mantling surfaces and areas to mantle and all these things that are slowly coming and i know all the work they did with fire sprite really helps like just just the the differences between pre-fire sprite and at and post fire sprite and the fps movement and handling and everything is 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 incredibly increased and much better but i i think i think the the whole system needs to be slightly redone and now a lot of it comes from crying and crying is kind of clunky about that anyways because it's not really made for multiplayer so okay fair yeah. enough all right angry pc tech what's your one thing that you think uh definitely needs to be fixed when it comes to the game <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I think uh, I think someone had a, a comment up there. Go ahead. I'll let. Well, I picked the exact one I want to go on. I'll let my my guy up there at the top say what he was wanting to say. Oh, you sure? Yeah. I'm gonna be really quick. This this goes back to if you've ever heard me talk. This goes back to me saying, saying CIG needs to reinvent the freaking wheel at every turn. Mm -hmm. These the things that that Dr. Murray just said are things are all part of gaming for decades now right mm -hmm. that they are struggling with doing but they feel like they like they gotta do new <laughs> right you don't mm -hmm. just do what's been done and do it, do it as good you don't even have to do it better at this point just do it right no, just do what's been have, done then we wouldn't have murderous elevators <laughs> uh, <Right. laughs> wow okay. i don't uh, know about that okay um <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, How about uh, elevators okay. that turn hey, when, hey, your, when your ship is not leveled? Well, hang, on, hang, hang, on, hang, on, hang on. Is that right, yours, yeah. Colossal? Or are you just adding some throws? No, I'm sorry. Oh, I okay. <laughs> That's okay. I just want to know if that was yours. That's all. Uh, piece, uh, angry piece said you were going to say something. Yeah. So if I was going to pick one thing, um, uh, I'm, the words, damn, dang words are not coming together right now. <laughs> There's so many things flying around in there. Um, it would be the one thing I, uh, um, status saving. So in the event of a game crash, mm. caring exactly where you are at from the, and this could easily be done client side with a, a hash to log file mm. where whatever you were doing, wherever you were at, at your last known location, that's stored on a log file on the local client. The moment you reconnect, it resends that data back to the new server you're connected to mm. that. And, uh, Moby glass, those two things mm -hmm. are my biggest mm, the bang. Like, <laughs> the amount of times i have oh well it's only happened once on stream but the amount of times i've almost put my put my fist through a monitor <laughs> because of some dumb glitch that is something that shouldn't exist in 2023 mm -hmm. um happening that those are my two main pain points is you know my last known location information mm -hmm. carrying me from one server to the next mm -hmm. that's a quick and easy dynamic fix uh using a, a hashed log that's stored locally that you know the moment you modify it or even open it you change the hash and it's invalidated you're instantly set back to area 18 or whatever your home base is mm -hmm. um 
and then Moby Glass. Fix for the love of God, fix the star map so I can not have to troubleshoot my own friggin' jump drive every time I need to go to Crusaders. I mean, really. Okay. That's it. That's that's my two points. Those are good. All right. Uh Colossal, what's your uh one thing that they can uh do? Do I have to have one? Yes, we only have seven minutes. I I know we all got a freaking laundry list. I know. I know. Well, I I, I know you guys did so well with the 12-hour stream, and I only came in for about two and a half hours of it, but I really got three, so I'm going to give you one of them. All right, you can give me two. Give me two if you can make them quick. Two if you can make them quick. All right, so just to jump on what what Dr. Murray said uh, with the tech there, I wanted to add in like grabbing because we should be able to grab on wings and 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 rails and try to lift ourselves up and things like that. And you're not able to do that all the time. There's certain uh, certain specs that's labeled in yellow that you can do that with. That's a particular problem for me, especially when you're trying to get on the ship and you can't get like like a gladius or what have you. You're trying to you trying to get on the wings of a gladius, you can't do it. So you have to get on some type of a non gravity space to go ahead and just jump over. The, the wings of a glass just to get on top of the glass. So if you put that, it'd be great. The other thing that I wanted them to do was put an integration of spreadsheets. I, there, there has to be some type of calculation system that I can see with with knickknacks or 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 MoTrader or even <laughs> things to go ahead and go with the um, uh, trading system that we see over there at Lorville at the CBD mm-hmm. and all this stuff like that. If they can go ahead and integrate spreadsheets, type there something mm-hmm. to go ahead and give us some type of transaction, it'd be fantastic. Okay, all right. I'll buy that for a dollar. All right, Jay, it's on you. I guess since I gave Colossal two, I'll give him two if you can make them quick. All right. All right. So I have I, I have the one I have the one thing that I think um would vastly improve gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I have the one thing that I would like. The one thing I think that would vastly improve gameplay would be then especially for traders and, and miners would be an app in your Moby glass where you can see how much something is being sold for or you know bought for at a location mm. right like that that is one thing that i've noticed people who've come from certain other space games mm. when they come over to star citizen they they ask about why doesn't that exist right mm. like that is a no-brainer it should by now you know we've had trading in the game for years right mm-hmm. and the other thing is more like it's it's i don't know you could almost say it's cosmetic but it, it comes down to the whole thing of this is supposed to be a physicalized world. We're talking about having physicalized cargo. Yet that ketchup bottle that's sitting on the table, I can't pick that up, mm-hmm. right? You go to other games and, and those items you can pick up. And I, I know last year at CitizenCon, they showed us a little bit of that. So I know that it's coming. It's coming right. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I would hope that that comes sooner rather than later um, because it just makes the, the universe feel more immersive and and that's what they're going for with these physicalized things anyway. Yeah. Okay. Good points. Good points. It could be they, like in they, Starfield where you can have a thousand sandwiches on your ship. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's they, also they different did talk about, Starfield. Go ahead. They did talk about having a couple people going through physicalizing items yeah. this last year. They've been talking about it where people mm-hmm. are just, somebody's job is to go through and try and to physicalize everything yep. because, you know. Like Jade yeah. said, yeah. it's yeah. coming and, down and the, the pipe. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all we need is yeah. Drake's exploding because of a rampant ketchup bottle. Yeah, rolling around in your ship, right? My, my Lynx already well, does that. Drake. My Lynx already does that. Uh, Cal Roddy, let's get your <laughs> two in. Yeah, so this isn't my most popular one, but after talking to some, you know, 
who I'm not trying to boast or anything, but my eyesight, I'm really proud of my eyesight. But <laughs> for those whose eyesight isn't all that good, the um the I would really like to see some slightly better adaptive contrast with regards mm. to the UI. Um, you know, sometimes in some dark environments it's great, mm. but when it comes to to two things, um really bright environments and also when you have a sea of um either uh, good targets or um, bad targets, like for example, Vandal Swarm, Endless Mode, it is very difficult to know, okay, uh, to even see what the main target is sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would really like to see some better adaptive contrast uh, to the targeting, to the UI, uh, you know, as, as soon as it can be prioritized. Yeah, that's a good point to make, Griff, because we got to speak up for our brothers and sisters who are colorblind as well. They need a lot of help, and yeah. they're waiting yeah, for that. It is. And we have a couple of good friends who that is one of the reasons, why, and they've supported this game. They've been looking forward to that, being able to control yeah. colors within the HUDs that they can see, and it's very frustrating for them. CIG has just recently done some adjustments in 320, where the background gets darker with the Moby Glass and some color shifts, but they want to be able to allow players to customize their colors based upon eyesight. We kind of take it for granted for those of us who don't suffer from that, but for people who do, it would definitely enhance gameplay for them. Yeah, let's just do movable huts. I, I think they're going to do it. With, uh, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're with uh, building blocks. They're supposed to be moving it over right. uh, with the new stuff to building blocks. But, I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. yep. You built it this it way. Like, who, who said it was a good idea to build it this way? I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I, don't think, I don't think anybody said it was a good idea to build it this way. I think they were using cheap tools. That's why most of it's built on Flash. <laughs> because they were starting out their own company. Like... Like, they didn't have all the tools that they had, so they just used what was available, and it's what come back to bite them in the ass. I'm just I'm just, wondering how much of this the, the code for the Viz stuff is actually still commented out, and they haven't ever gone back through and cleaned it well, up, I'm, and that's why we have the well, weird artifacts that we have. Let me say this, Angry PC Tech. My prayer, my prayer is, and I know Calrati, I'm going to was that the only one you had, Calrati? You got another one. That's the only one. Okay, my, my prayer to your point, uh, Angry PC Tech, is that 4.0 is is that it's exactly that that all that old code that they have spent time weeding that stuff out and that that's where we have the change happen i don't know if that's a reality but we know that there's been <laughs> millions of lines of code over the years that needs to be corrected and done right so hopefully that's what 4.0 means on a dark back end side of things for me we just As had someone a raid from Splin Shepherd. <laughs> Shepherd. Shepherd. Thank you for that raid of 60 folks. We appreciate that. We're about wrapping up the show, folks, but we are doing a fundraiser for St. Jude Children's Hospital. You guys are amazing. You guys hit the 5,500 mark before the top of the hour. So, so thank you, thank you, thank you for that. We really appreciate that for St. Jude Children's Hospital. We really, really do appreciate that. Um, I, I got to get ready to wrap this up a little bit here, but I guess I got one more thing to close out with. So, Go Mob, could you very quickly go ahead and share your thoughts real quick uh, on the game tech piece? <clears throat> so, I'll be really quick. Um, right now, the, the database thing is top of mind, right? Just from my technical um, background, uh, I understand that they're tied at the hip with AWS. And so, I, I know that they, they haven't released what graph database they were using. Mm -hmm. But so I'm gonna assume that they were using Neptune and it's trash. Mm. Sorry, I'm I sorry not. Bezos. Mm. Sorry Bezos. But like <laughs> I've I I I am I am I look me personally, I am making money moving people off of Neptune onto another 
cloud database that is much more robust and better and mm. performant than them. Unfortunately, based upon where they're hosting, I don't know if that's going to be an option, but it's it's sad that they are stuck to, stuck there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, uh, hopefully they can find another graph database and that they don't regret their decision to get married to Mr. Bezos mm. in this at this juncture that that was always the risk right that you know this this relationship with aws could lead to them running head first into the brick wall of the technical limitations of that service and that since they didn't remain independent of that they weren't able to go in and find the best of breed mm-hmm that they need it. So I, I don't know, right? Hopefully, maybe, I mean, he, and, and Chris did say that they, they went and found something that they thought was supposed to be performant enough to handle mm-hmm. the amount of transactions. So maybe they got, they got something different, mm-hmm. right? Maybe but if that's a possibility. They said so they may not be on that tune. So don't take it from me. I am, I am, I have no inside information, just assumptions based upon my knowledge of the market. Uh, but that's that's going to be critical. The back-end infrastructure of this game is going to make or break it. Mm. Right? And 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 the other the other side of that challenge coin um is that the database is one side of it. But the other side is is the is the structure of your queries and your data. Mm. I think CIG needs to make sure that they are being as efficient as possible. If they are just fire hosing this database with data that it doesn't need to track at all times, then they need to not do that. There's you know there's some efficiencies that can possibly be found there. Mm-hmm. And that's just me saying this from a, from, a, from someone who has intimate knowledge of that space mm-hmm. and as a armchair dev in a sense. Okay. So okay. that's it. Thank See, Griff, I was, let me, let I me was, say, let me say this real close. Also, yes, you guys are blowing it out the water. You've hit $5,700 wow. an extra $200 Ooh, yeah. just came in. Gomab's uh, a passion speech must have gave somebody's wallet to fly open. So thank you guys for putting us at 5,700. We and listen, if we hit that 6,000, I mean, that would be great. But uh, we're going to go ahead. Colossal, go ahead, because I got to wrap this up and I got to throw mine in still. What are we going to no, say? No, that's, that's fantastic. I was saying that Gomab took your spot because I swore that Angry gave Gomab the opportunity to share his thoughts. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, but he, yeah, I know. He took so a I, he what, double dip. He double dipped, that, right? He double dipped. Yeah, he double dipped. <laughs> he could have yield, yielded on he that one. Dip. Nice, he double nice dip. one, Gobert. You got four of them. He, he slid it in. He slid it in. Okay, I'm going to suggest one that I, I do not have the technical depth that many of these very intelligent people on this panel have, but this is just a practical thought. It may not be realistic. It may not be economical, but I've heard people say this before, and I kind of also kind of tweak it a little bit. I honestly wish, and I know some people are not going to like this idea, that the PTU remain the PTU all the time with anything new that's being introduced and that the live servers remain the stable version of the game and nothing goes to the live version 
until we know the PTU. Now, mind you, I know there's a stress aspect and people have to be on need bodies, but what draws people into the PTU is the new stuff. It's the stuff that people want to see the latest of. And if those mechanics are in there, then it may take six months. It may take nine months before it goes live, but people will play in that buggy side because you do hear people say when the game is in a bad state, they just want to be able to play the game. And so that's what you choose. If you just want to play the game and not deal with bugs, you stay in the live service. And if you want to play with the new toys and get all the ice cream, then you got to be willing to swallow it in the PTU. Now, I don't know if that's feasible or not, but I, that's kind of how I feel about it at this point. I wish the PTU, if that's bug central, let that be bug central. If you want to play with the new ship that came out or the new game mechanic, you're signing off saying, I know that this sucker sucks over here. Maybe it might be good, might be bad, but if that's not, if you can't handle the bugs, because one of the things I've heard people say about Starfield, and I'm, it's, again, I'm not throwing shade on Starfield. I ask people, how do you enjoy Starfield? Woo, no bugs. <laughs> That's one what? of the biggest responses what? I get. And my That's not true. No, I I've seen NPCs stand on chairs oh, Starfield. No, 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 no. I, I mean, comparatively, no. comparatively. I know there are bugs. I've seen some bugs in yeah. it. But comparatively. And what I'm saying is that frustration that people feel in Star Citizen when they go into Starfield, they just feel like, oh, at least I'm not getting this. And I, that's how they feel. And I'm just saying that's how I think the live server should be. I can come there. I might run to a couple things here and there. It's not perfect, but it's running. But if you want to play with the new toys, you go into the PTU. That's my feeling on that. Okay. Would you be okay with the, with the live being frozen pretty much for like a year? Wouldn't like bother me. 2017? I, I, don't know, listen, I don't have a problem going into PTU. I go into PTU all the time. Okay. I, I stay in the PTU okay. with the bugs. I do it now. It, it doesn't bother me. I mean, you don't hear me complain about the bug. If the PTU is that bad and I can't play it, I just I just don't play it. I just say okay. So basically, basically you're wanting a, a, a tiered approach, you know. Yes. And, and it makes sense. Um, so if they took like this new PTU wave system they did, where it's tied to like either your subscription level or mm -hmm. your concierge level, and had separate PTU servers that are testing different levels of techs. And once it got to the highest level, it had advanced through each tier of that. Mm -hmm. Then they go, okay, it's ready for live. And then it pushes to live. That would be the only way they could do it is if they had separate, but then you're going to have, you're going to have multiple PTUs taking resources a cost, away. Right, from, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I said, I don't know if it's yeah. economical. Also, That's what I was saying. I don't know if it's economical resource wise or money wise to do that. You know, there's also a little thing about merging code. So if you have if you have multiple PTUs running, you have multiple sets of code running, and then you got to merge them all together, and you don't know if the bugs fixed. Like somebody's working on a new ship on one version of the PTU, they fix all the bugs with the ship, but Whether they probably it's collide created when they go to some the bug that that causes all the space stations to disassemble rapidly. Yeah. Like we, we, it's 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 always you know there's, there's always this trade off in any kind of construction really yeah. of quality, time, and um, resources, yeah, I get it. I get resources, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so, like, I don't know. It may not be practical. It I, may I, sound good, you know. It may not right, be realistic right. in the I, real I think, world, you know. <clears throat> one part, though, that I have to, I have to kind of contradict you as much as I hate to do that. No, is the, the PTU, the PTU isn't really for going in and checking out the new toys. The PTU is going in and testing out the new thing. No, no, no listen, what I'm saying, I'm not, I don't stuff, feel that way. Stuff. No, don't get me wrong. I don't feel that way. I'm saying there are people who come into the PTU exclusively because there's oh, a right. new toy. That's all I'm saying. Not me. Right. I'm just saying that's yeah, what well, people no, do. I mean, mm -hmm. you, said, you said if you want to you see the new stuff, get into the PTU, yeah. otherwise stay in line. So it's just kind of like, 
Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I've been, I've been fighting this for a while of mm -hmm. people, especially with the whole new wave situation when they came out, these people were like, man, I only log into the PTU to see my new stuff and wave one made me feel special. And I'm like, okay, that's nice, but you're not doing what we need you to do exactly. in PTU, exactly. specifically ETF wave one, wave two, those need concurrency. Those need players in there yep. pushing the limits, trying to break the game. <laughs> and that's really the disconnect that I see with the community and they the PTU in general. They don't know that doc. Is, they don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the they goal. Just, mm -hmm. They just see the PTU as some kind of early access for special backers, go. and it makes them feel sad about it. And then when they see it, huh. they load in, and it's fucking crashy. And yep. sorry, it's extremely <laughs> crashy. And you know, there's there's all this nonsense going on, and people are like, ah, this game's so broken. What do I even bother? And you're like, well, on, you're uh, in the yeah. testing phase of the testing phase of the testing phase. Like, yeah. what do on you the other, let me let I'm gonna let Angry uh, PC Tech close us out because we're we're over time here. Go ahead, Angry PC. On the other. On the other side of that, going off what Dr. Murray was saying there, so, okay, let's let's look at it like this. You have the PTU and the tier steps that are set up, but say, for example, when you're at the final wave right before it goes live, you shut down the PU and push everybody to the PTU so they can load test it and find any of those erroneous errors mm. that they weren't expecting. And if they find them instead of pushing it, okay, open PU up and everybody can go back there. Mm. That That... For lack of a better term, it's kind of like, all right, guys, unfortunately, we need load over here to right. test this. You're not going over here. We're going to make you go over here. It's yeah. part of it. You're in a alpha game. We're here to test. You're either going to test or mm. we're going to shut down the stable environment you mm. enjoy so that we can make it make the next update. Yeah. The stable so, environment you want to continue to They have to automate the back end copying. You shouldn't have to copy your own stuff over exactly. to yeah. the CTU. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that is that I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay, listen, great ideas, great suggestions. We could blow this last subject out for two, three hours easily. But I, I do want to say thank you to Dr. Murray, to Angry PC Tech. Both of them have just shared a great wealth of knowledge with us today and really appreciate them and want them. Dr. Murray, you've been a veteran. You've been here several times. Angry PC Tech, we hope we can customize something that'll let you come and share even more on the show because we really appreciate you uh, within Anytime. 24 hours coming on to the show. Tell us where Angry PC Tech, tell people where they can find you because Dr. Murray got to do that earlier. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitch, Angry PC Tech, Twitter, or X, whatever you prefer, mm -hmm. uh, the Angry PC Tech, YouTube, Angry PC Tech, uh, and on TikTok, Angry PC Tech, and the Angry Photon. Okay, awesome, awesome. Once again, for St. Jude Children's Hospital, you guys were amazing today. Those of you who have gone already, you'll see this video later, maybe. We raised $5,700 so far. Uh, we're still working toward our goal of $10,000 by October 22nd, CitizenCon weekend. So tell a friend, tell a family member, post it on your social media. Let people know that they can come here. There's QR codes in our social media on Twitter. You can forward that. People can scan that. That's a great way to do it as well. I uh, want to give a shout out to all my Soul Team members. Uh, they just pushed it this weekend, came in, shared. Uh, everybody who was here earlier today from, not, from 10 a.m. all the way till now, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best team ever, especially Gold Map with that hair and that beard. I'm digging it, even though he got the hat on today. Um, let me uh, very quickly. Broke my light. Yeah, I know. There we go. I know. Um, to Gold Map, to Calrati, to Jay, to Colossal, thank you guys for pushing this last hour, helping us get to the goal. Um, to all of you who've been here with us today, thank you so much for sharing for tweeting, for passing on the information. So all those who rated us today, you guys are wonderful. Thank you for thinking of us all the way from Salty Mike, all the way down to the very last raid we got. 
which was from Splain. Splain. Yeah, I by the name. Yeah, no, I'm trying to find the name. Yeah, Splain. 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 Thank you so much for sending your 60 wonderful people over here as well to help support the goal. And again, for the 5,700 that you guys made. We are done. For I hate. I hate to can't. I hate to, I hate to jump into your clothes. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I want to give you your flowers. Oh, thank right. you. Griff, what you've done today with this stream and with this channel, you are the epitome of this community. And I, I, I want to make sure that I, I, I take the time here to make sure you know how much we appreciate you for everything that you do. Well, thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Thank now, where the flowers at? Where the flowers at? Well, listen, this was my birthday weekend. You guys don't know. I was oh, up man. late Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. I'm going to put pictures up later. My, my, my family, my family threw me a Star Wars, Star Trek birthday. I had about 40 people there. Everybody was dressed in Star Trek and Star Wars. It was amazing. It caught me completely off guard. Wow. It was a very I, cool. I was disappointed in your regalia, Griff, but that's okay. Oh, what? Because I came as a Jedi? There was a Sith there. There was a Sith there, by the way my best friend came as a sith colossal i want you to know that but i i will show some pictures on, on this show next saturday um on the saturday after the show i'll show some pictures from it but it was a great time but also i loved doing this it was fast cart and i spent a lot of time we had to do duplicates of the show so that he could run it and i could run it because i had to be gone for a couple hours because my mom celebrated her birthday her 100th birthday and they wanted to honor her at her church today so that's why i had to duck oh, wow. out earlier so it's been a crazy 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 day oh yes I, yeah, go. Yeah, go mob i crossed 60. My mom hit 100 two weeks ago. Yeah, so there you go. Wow. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, thank you guys so much. And, and again, I appreciate the acknowledgement, uh, Go Mapping, from the team. I really do. Okay, next Sunday, uh, don't forget Thursday night is Fast Cart with Soul Talk at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, my show is Soul Voices on Saturday, which is at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And then next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, our topic is working at Cloud Imperium. We're going to be talking about the different roles, these people that come on SCL and talk and they tell you, oh, I'm a graphic artist three or this, that, and the other. We're going to be talking about what all of those different titles mean. That's going to be next week and the importance of that in the development of, of game development. So hopefully you guys can join us on next Sunday for that. Once again, thank you for everybody who's here. You guys have a great week. Stay safe. And as we always tell you guys every week, peace, love, and soul. We got to do a raid. Um, who's on? Somebody look at the raid thing for me. Look on... on um, Look on what you call it real quick and tell me who's on that I can raid. Who knows? Who's on? There's got to be somebody doing Star Citizen tonight. Who's doing Tarzai? Quelsar. Is Quelsar on tonight? Oh, Ender's on. Yep. Let's let's send him over to Ender because he just got on. He's got eight folks, our folk friends from Star Jump, because they helped contribute today. Oh, okay. Um, so we're going to hit Ender. We've done Quelsar, but we haven't done Ender in a while. Um, when you guys get over to see Ender... Let him know that you came over from the Soul Citizens. He is a beloved friend of ours as well. Uh, if you like what you see, of course, follow him. Give him a shout and uh, encourage him because he's a great guy. He does charity. In fact, he did the when he he did St. Jude at the beginning of the year and asked us to participate, but we had another thing going, so we couldn't do it then. So let him know that you came over and that we did St. Jude. That'll make a, put a big smile on his face. Once again, take care of yourself. Stay safe. Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys real soon. Take care.